Blog Talk Radio. you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, August 28, 2019. I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and joining me, per usual, is my co-host, my good friend, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's happening? What is going on, man? Hey, not too much. Uh, how's everything? Okay, we are constantly working, working harder than ever before, but it's all to the good. It is. It uh it is definitely all for the all for the good. We are we are I don't know the uh I don't know the like uh goddamn I don't know like the, the, the categories, but we're like definitely like chaotic chaotic good. Right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go ahead and get everything started. We got got a decent amount to talk about. Some good TV, some good matches, some uh, some, some, some Twitter happenings. Uh, Becky Lynch maybe finding her groove again, and surprise, surprise, she's paired up with a, another you know star of her stature, not dragging somebody along. But we'll get to that. Let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. If you want to have your voice heard on this here show, uh, there are two ways to go about that. Uh, First way, give us a call. Get in line. Get in queue. Give us a call at 347-202-0103, and we will get to your call during this show. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. Uh, if you can't call live but you want to have your voice heard, hit us up on the voicemail line. You've got three unadulterated minutes to ask questions, post uh, uh, comments, and yell and rant about something if you if you need to. Uh, so hit the voicemail line up at 415-787-5229. Again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. Or you can hit us up on the email tip. The mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. We have two emails. We've got one from uh, Jabron and Bruce. I think Bruce is VIP, but um, just to make sure you put in your, when you're sending an email, whether you're uh, VIP or non-VIP or whatever segment you want the email read in. Uh, once again, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. You can find Cam at Seahawk, at C-E-E, Hawk. All kinds of conversation happening on those accounts. 
and the last action of Get At It should find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page. That can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. We did have, I'm pretty sure we had a, a like this week, Chris Fowley. So thanks, Chris, for the for the like. Is he Canadian? Chris Fowley? From Ontario, Toronto, yes. So, uh, fan up north. Appreciate you, Chris. Thanks for the like. Everybody else, go like the page, share it on your timeline, tag your wrestling buds in it. Spread the word that way. Y'all know how it works. Uh, so, yeah, Cam, where do you want to start this week? Good question. Good question. Um, I mean, do we want to start with Roman Reigns? Do we want to start with what we talked about last week with Knight of Champions or Clash of Champions? Do we want to talk about Sasha and Becky? Um, and let's go ahead and say the most the most recent. Well, here's where I want to start. Yeah. Uh, John Moxley officially out of All Out. Um, <clears throat> elbow injury. Uh, so one of their big main events um, had to be altered. It's going to be Kenny Omega and Pac. They did yeah. work it into a storyline to keep him and uh, to keep him and Omega fresh when we get there. But yeah, I think okay. in all fairness, um, I think All Out and All Out Weekend should be the uh, the top story here. Wait, what? I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a, I said I think all out an all out weekend should be the top story. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah. That's that's the happening. I'm. I've been meaning to say the last few weeks and bring. I just never never came up, and I think it's indicative to to what's going on. Is there's a big pay per view coming up for AEW coming up this weekend, right? Like, where is the buzz? Where has the buzz been the last three six weeks? You know, leading in. And I just mm-hmm. think it, it's been, you know, for, we, I've been meaning to bring this up every week for the last three or four weeks. I forget because either we don't talk about AEW or when we do, it's, it just doesn't trigger. Like, I think that's how forgettable the build to All Out has been. And I know it's no TV, and that's certainly you know, the fault of theirs that their TV start, doesn't start until October. But... I don't think, uh, you know, you should have to be, wa- you know, watch the being the elite shows to know that this, that they have a show coming up. Like I, as a wrestling fan, that's paying somewhat close attention to, to the happenings of, uh, of wrestling day in and day out should certainly not be sh- shocked at, Oh, Oh, that's right. When my man, Mike goes, uh, we're driving to, he lives in Cincinnati. Like we're driving to Chicago tonight or tomorrow night, whatever. I'm like, Oh fuck, all out this, this, this weekend, shit, that's right. And there just hasn't been a ton of, of buzz. And that place is going to sell out and they'll, you know, do 80. Well, I think, and I think that's the big thing. Take review out, hopefully. But been sold out for months. I don't know how hard you push it on everything else. You know what I mean? Like, I think that. Well, when you got TV four weeks away. Yeah. I think the goal was to sell out the building. That being done in the first few minutes, um, yeah. I think that that alters any type of promotional strategy. Like, of course, they want pay-per-view buys. You know, of course, they want Bleacher, Bleacher Report app downloads. But 
I think when your primary goal is taken care of so soon, everything else is production um, and focusing on the ins and outs of what's actually happening, you know. Um, and this is just me kind of having an idea into that mindset. Mm-hmm. That's totally understandable. Um, yeah, I, I just, you know, hopefully, maybe, maybe the mindset is, well, we do have TV four weeks away. The all-out show will be the, uh, you know, something will happen there. There'll be maybe an angle. It's, that, then we'll have four weeks of holy shit Wednesday night, and they still have they still have that in their pocket. That announcement, what the what the name of the show is going to be on Wednesday. So I I can't I, I am, you know, to be completely fair to them, yes, the show has been sold out. <laughs> that audience is baked in, you know, the the pay per view audience. I just think they should they could have they could have reached for some more, you know, another ten thousand pay per view buys because you did some leg work or some internet work, uh, some did a thing on social media. I don't know, whatever. Uh, doesn't hurt anybody. Actually, you know, that's. Yeah, whatever. I don't want to be too nitpicky, but to be completely fair to them, um, we we have you know four weeks that I'm probably I'm sure they'll use uh, very well to you know promote the Wednesday TV on TNT. So yeah. All right. So we started with. Uh, with with all out, what's the what's the second thing? What's the what's the t- the WWE TV storyline that's worth talking about first? Who done it? Yeah, I think, or... I, I think. Yeah, go ahead. So I mean, the thing people reacted to the most, and I think that's a good jumping off point, is definitely Sasha Banks returning. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that not not a responsibility, but something I feel like we're obligated to discuss is how the reaction was how people felt about Sasha's quote-unquote pipe bomb. To which I was like, it wasn't a pipe bomb, it was a wrestling promo. Like, it wasn't even designed. Like, why, why? I didn't understand why people were 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 even uh, referencing a pipe bomb. Like, it wasn't even, like, what? Exactly, exactly. Like, you're already starting that, in the hole because it's never going to live up to that because it wasn't designed to be like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you talking yeah. about? And, but, and why are your expectations there? Once you once you start melding real life things into what's happening on screen and real life things, not like this is my real name or this is how we know each other, but events that people don't have full details on, I think that's what did it. But okay. I mean, yeah, it was very I, regular I, to me. I mean, very like yeah, one of the middle wrestling promos. I mean, it was yeah. it was. It was a bad pipe bomb, but it was like a mediocre wrestling promo. It could have been. It certainly could have been better. You know, I think I'm that back staking my claim. Like, yeah, was a little. The content to me, the content was perfect. Um, okay. I think that it speaks really highly of Sasha Banks's the way she carries herself and her her in ring prowess. I think it says a lot about her that we still think, and we being just the wrestling community that we think so highly of her because her delivery is very unnatural. Like, the, the way that she puts her words together, to me, is not especially effective. Um, I don't think that's how anybody talks, whether they're heel-faced or anything else. 
And it, for her, it's always going to sound like ideas that were presented to her that she had to say. Yeah, it's now, different from Charlotte's said, robot thing. Yeah. But it's similar. With all that said, like, I'm very much in favor of the content. I was gone. I didn't like the position I was in. I left. I'm back, and I'm in a better position, and I'm going to take what's mine. And she mentioned money. Like, thank you. I, I appreciated that. You know, like, yeah. I, I got this weak-ass check. check. <laughs> I want, yeah, I want that check. I don't care about these titles. I want that title. Yeah, yeah. bullshit-ass tag team check. Like, what is this? I want that main event singles check. Well, triple threat, but whatever, that main event check. <laughs> that was uh, that was very well appreciated uh, from myself. I, I, or by myself. I love that. I love it when they bring up losing costs you money. And and position is when it's when it's about money, then it's like, all right, not just wow, we dreamed about main event, the big WrestleMania. But that's my dream. That's a bunch of garbage. Like you're not eight years old, like jumping off your couch onto your cousin. Right? Like business and you know, you're trying to make money. Uh so yes, that alone I really I dug it. Um but it was because because of what you said, how she puts things together, and it just wasn't. Uh, it's just like I said, it's kind of like Charlotte. She does her robot thing where she's kind of has this cadence where she's making sure she hits all her words, but it doesn't really hit emotionally. Sasha's better than that, but it's still like you're reading somebody else's stuff, trying to make it yours, and you're not great at it, or great at you know, making someone else's words yours. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, again, we've we've seen all these people cut promos that were most likely bullet point promos, like wrestling has been for, you know, since television. There you go. Hey, you get this in, you say, you remember, to, you know, you're back and remember to hit the four months, remember to hit the... the the titles, the small check, and you know another bullet point, and then you do you, you say it. <laughs> Sasha fucking Banks, Mercedes, goddamn whatever, Smith, whatever your name is, you go out there and you say it, and but make sure you hit that. And we've all seen Charlotte speak in her own voice. We've all heard or heard her speak in her own voice. We've all heard Sasha, and uh, yeah. So when we get that, it, and then and then add the layer of the Python stuff, like just stop it, y'all. And who done it? Like, what? What's happening with with the storyline, Cam? Uh, I mean, remember? So, remember how we talked about? And shout out to shout out to Zach Haydor, my man, who I felt like they they bit off a lot last time on SmackDown. But you know, his thing with the torch is the artistry of wrestling, and we. And I, I feel like I'm speaking for both of us, Travis, but I know I said Daniel Bryan is not going to involve himself in a bad anger. That's what this, that's right. been keeping me like, oh, this will be, this will turn out like. Exactly. All, everything will line up, but it's like. Eh. Even if it's the damn rock who put, some, who put Rikishi behind the wheel again to take out Roman Reigns so that they can fight mm. at WrestleMania, it's been going on too long. Like, just these, like, literally nothing happened last night. 
Like, okay, Rowan was in the background, but we proved that it was another guy, but maybe he's like Rowan's dad. And, and like, I forget which, which big page it was that was like, you know, Roman Reigns has been doing a good job keeping his head down and being in the mid-card. I'm like, wait, there's nothing mid-card about this. This is the main topic of SmackDown and a good portion of Raw, who's been attacking Roman Reigns. And it's it's been going on too long. Like, last week, after what happened last week, we should have had answers this week about yeah. who that guy is and what he was doing. Yeah, the guy never even, the old man never even he didn't came show up. to, yeah, nobody ever even, they showed him in the clip, but that was it. And then they, both nights, Raw and SmackDown, they had to edit Roman, and I get for production reasons, but it's still, you think, it makes you think about it. Roman goes, you know, I don't know who's been doing this. In this promo, he says, I don't know who's been doing this, but, but I want to get some answers, and I want to get them tonight. <laughs> but in the video package, because he didn't get answers that night, which was last week, when they're using the footage from, you know, that promo this week is a, in the video package. They just cut it at him saying, I don't know who's been attacking me. But, I want, oh, but I'm going to get some answers. or some, But he doesn't say this tonight, you know, because, that, again, that was last week, and we didn't have any answers. So they got, all right, I'll cut that part. But it's just like, oh, come on, y'all. Let's, let's get this moving. Let's do something. How... How on earth did that very clear, obvious footage just be noted? Who's just finding that angle? Who's just finding that camera four weeks after that initial? Because that was the first thing fall to collapsing on them footage. So if you want to go where that started, that was well over a month ago. And we're just seeing another camera angle from that incident? It's like how convenient. Yeah. Well, not convenient. It's like we, we, that was a great two weeks ago. <laughs> it's not very. It's not convenient at all for storytelling purposes. It's dragging this bullshit uh, along. And then I, again, I don't know Brian's reaction. Uh, are, are they going for Brian? Legitimately was duped and lied to by his. Associate, but he, but no one believes that he really didn't know and that he's like, so I'm dude, fam, I'm sorry, I didn't want to. No, so he then like goes, well, fuck you, Roman, and we're feuding for the next four months. Like, is that what's gonna happen? I don't know. I mean, he was fairly convincing with not with holy shit all this time. I've been defend, you know, defend, you know, when you when you're caught, when you're when you and you didn't know, and he comes right out like, look, I didn't, know, I didn't do this. He's a liar, but he's mm-hmm. a fucking crazy, and then he gets speared, and then you know, because he's a bad guy, he can't understand why he, you know, Roman's not exactly trusting him, and then that turns, and uh, I don't know if that's going to be good either. I don't know if I want Brian to just be still knowing and just. Uh, uh, phonying it up, you know, with the whole I didn't know stuff. That's not good, and neither is if they're going to. So we'll have to see. We'll just keep giving them, you know, it is a main event storyline, though. It's not like it's some background thing that we can kind of just pawn off as, as filler. Like, I keep thinking about those yeah. advertisements in Detroit 
from a month ago that said uh, next time we're in Detroit in December, it's going to be Roman versus uh, uh, Brian. It needs now, to get those, those things change all the time, no matter what the match is that they're promoting three, four months in advance. That's just silly to to think. Well, where's my Brian Daniel match come December if you're in Detroit? But now right, time to help Um But still, the, the idea is clearly, you know, we see where they're going and where they want to go. So you shall see. We shall see. Any, uh, so, thanks to yeah. you, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting tweeted by the Velocipaster. Me? I didn't even tweet about it. Didn't I? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh, yeah, it's such my fault. My thumbs, or uh, I possessed your I, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't know the stupid thing existed. <laughs> I'm just tweeting him back. Why are you real? So, yeah why are you real oh yeah yeah there's there's literally there's an actual movie being made there's a pastor who like morphs into a dinosaur and like fights anti-jesus crime i don't fucking know it looks horrible but expensively horrible like what are they doing are they wasting Cheesy bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Velocipaster. <laughs> that's a terrible. That's a tremendously terrible name. <laughs> it works. Um, where was that going? Oh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and even I don't. I don't even know if you want to waste any more energy on that. But the third thing. Um, but we even talked about how exactly it was going to work, and our assumption, um, being smart guys, was that somewhere along the Night of Champions or Clash, I don't, what are they calling it, the Night of the Clash? It's Clash, I'm pretty sure. It is the Clash. Okay, so it's it's full WCW rebrand. Okay. I think. Now I'm not so, sure. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I'm I think it's the Clash. So not very complicated. Um, we were talking, well, Logic says that... Rollins and Braun will lose titles on the way to the pay-per-view, thus heightening their uh, heightening their feud for the Universal title. Um, and Craig, when we talked to him, was like, well, have, have we ever had tag team champions face each other in a main event? Well, the answer is maybe, because it, all advertising is saying, and they even had a ridiculous tag team turmoil to determine number one contenders who happen to be people and um, yeah, it looks like they're going to defend the tag titles and compete for the Universal title on the same show. So so twice and I assumed the first time it happened, I was like, oh, that was a that was clearly a misstatement. But then Braun said and then I'm going to go and didn't he say like I'll beat some of beat Seth and then we'll go and defend our tag title? Yeah, it's been all out like, of order on a lot of people's parts. It, it may seem like like wait the tag titles are going to main event. Cla- it is Clash. Yeah, I looked it up by the way. Clash of Champions. Uh, so is the tag title. So we'll have to see as far as that goes. Uh, 
<clears throat> maybe they want the spectacle of of tag champions defending their tag titles earlier in the night and then fighting each other later. And have one of those yeah, this has yeah. never been done kind of things. And it's on a pay per view that you're trying to an off brand pay per view that you're trying to make. I don't give a fuck what you think about Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions in twenty nineteen is off brand. Uh so it's an off brand pay per view that they wanna, you know, give some juice to. Uh, I just finished early, uh, about 10 minutes, 15 minutes before show started, finished uh, watching the uh, Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones special on Netflix mm-hmm. uh, and thought it was fantastic. I mean, just, just so well done. I, I can't, like, George Carlin is my favorite stand-up comedian. And, like, when I think of his... His last five, you know, as a, as a certain bona fide old man, you know, he became less about, and he was always kind of just a storyteller that was just funny, uh, but it really became just these kind of like stories. And I'm like, Dave Chappelle really going to, we're going to look up in 20 years and he's going to really just have taken George Carlin's, uh, except he doesn't do a stand up a year, he doesn't do an hour a year. But he gave us two hours in 2017 and then another hour in 2019. Nice, you know that's not bad, um, but I think he's I think he's on his way. Just having that, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm gonna I'm going to I'm going to hold the mirror up to you with your high horse, uh, you know, bullshit society. You know that kind of stuff. It was just tremendous all the way through. Even the stuff that was uncomfortable, like argh, you know, it was like well that was it was. You know, kind of needed. I was exhausted. Not since the Chris Rock special that he did in three different countries, like U.S., South Africa, and somewhere else. Uh, like, after that show, I was, like, wiped out, right? This, this kind of felt like that. Like, my like shirt, undershirt, my underarms are all, you know, wet <laughs> after the show. Like, fuck, that was, that was a, an event. Have yeah, you seen it? You thought it was fine. Okay. Like um, it was there was stuff that I thought was really funny and there's other stuff I'm like, well, I guess you felt obligated to say it. Cause like sometimes it's just like, okay, I understand you need to get that off your chest. That I hope Well, like maybe a Kevin Hart stuff uh, or something. Like, well like the the LGBTQ car thing. I didn't think it was funny, and not because gay jokes aren't funny, but because it wasn't funny. I was like, oh, okay. Like, it was a lot of setup for a lot of things that didn't, like, you know, pay off. Like, but, like, conversely, the stuff about talking to the network about the N-word and the F-word was funny. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so it just kind of depended. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, I'm not, like... There, there are some specials, like, I remember when I saw Bigger and Blacker, I wanted to see it four times after yeah. that, right away. Um, or, like, you know, Elephant in the Room, Patrice O'Neill, like, I needed to see that again, immediately. Like, even even Chappelle, like, Kill Him Softly, like, I need to see this right away again. I was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was cool, you know, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think, let's see, here's, here's the other thing. Um, King of the Ring. 
you know, we got um, you get a really good Buddy Murphy Mustafa Ali match, um, which I think you know I don't know exactly what they're gonna do with Buddy Murphy, but they seem to be like high on him. They keep um, me guessing in this damn thing ring shit. I, I will give them credit yeah. for that. Um, like, I'm like is because this what do we farewell two hundred five live <laughs> tournament? This is basically like all right, we're gonna put all our small guys. Yeah, because I mean, we Ricochet. I mean, we, why is we want, Joe is there, but still, yeah. we want Ricochet Ali. I guess what we want, you know, like from a from a work rate talent. Okay, this guy's next standpoint, like not storyline, but in in the way that uh, Owen Hart was King of the Ring and Steve Austin and Triple H and Edge were kings of the ring, like, in that way, those are the two guys that we want to see. I don't know if the story plays out like that, but potentially, like, that's a fantastic, high-flying, crazy move, uh, brand-new, top-tier babyface thing. Um, And if those two guys go at it, I think the crowd is super split, and whoever does the most stuff can win the crowd. But I don't know so who's who baby, baby face. Ricochet and who? And Ali. And Ali, okay. Right, yeah. I think that, like, as much as I love, like, you know, a Gable and Ricochet, just for the simple contrast of styles. Um, yeah, I like, like that. But killing Gable. What are they doing? I mean. Yeah, the whole killing thing, him. Like, he should have won. going to be. He like, can win all the matches and and still be like people are going to look at him as a fucking pathetic yeah. short loser. He definitely should have gave Shelton Benjamin the Emerald Fusion, and you know that should have. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting there like fuck this guy, man. Like Shelton, look at him. He's yeah. playing. Like Shelton isn't even in the. And granted. It, you know, he rolled him up with a leverage pin. That's not a, and that's indicative of a guy not taking the match seriously. But you shouldn't have that match in a damn thing, a tournament that you're uh, trying to get over is serious. Everything you know, you already got the bullshit with Shane. That should be the only thing, the Elias garbage that's happening there. You shouldn't have another thing where the guy's not taking the match serious, the tournament by proxy seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm arming him like, oh, his arms are too short. Like, come on. And in the end, and in the meantime, you're making a guy that could do something for you. Gable is certainly a lot more marketable to me than Shelton Benjamin in 2019. And you're making both of them look lo- less than. So I don't know what they were doing with that whole thing. Going back to Shelton's goofy non-promos, the, the, the all of the shenanigans and prankster stuff he's been doing. He shows up in his promo and goes, looks him in his eye and goes, you see him, Chad? You see him, tell him I'm looking for him. Like, first off, what is that? Second off, punch that man in the face. You stood there looking like a fat. He's like Dave Chappelle on his porch, waving like a bitch because the man got his fucking rifle over his shoulder walking walking over your, uh, through your fucking property. Yes. You just stood uh, he's like, mm, I'm gonna fuck him up when the match starts. It was like, uh, he embarrassed me. It's just like, duh. This is not good. So 
the King of the Ring stuff. Again, Shane and Elias, that's I get that. But the King of the Ring itself is good. They're setting it up with this Shelton stuff. And then they have it in the position where it was. I forgot the apology was last. I was like, whose decision was the main event smackdown with this? Like after like two minutes and the crowd was just like, Yeah, no. And then then, then the then the then the well finish happened and it was still eight minutes left or six minutes. I was like, Oh, oh right, right, right. Roman and but then the, as the match is happening, I was just like, Wow, they need to fire whoever said no, this is Sheldon News is uh gave him the main event smackdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully they give Gable Gable something better in round two, assuming he loses. But he's you know leading up to it, he's not like treated like a goddamn you know child. I don't even know why you treat a kid that way. Anyway, um, but good tournament. Uh, something I was not looking forward to two weeks ago. I'm like, hey, this is we've gotten some really good matches. I. I don't know why I assumed it was all the the entire tournament was going to take place in one in two nights, but you know stretching it out that's that's cool I like that. So. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk to some people. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. That is the number to call us. Get in line. Let's uh, let's head up to Newark and talk to Kylan. Start things off. Kylan, what's going on? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Going all right. Great. So, for for those who liked it this week, uh, Sasha Banks' promo was indeed written by Paul Heyman. Okay. It was also Paul Heyman's idea to resurrect the King of the Ring tournament, from what I understand. Hmm. I don't think that's surprising. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, even though most people believe that Byron Corbin is slated to win King of the Ring. I'm going to go out on the limb and say Ricochet will be the 2019 King of the Ring, especially since especially since he is one of Paul Heyman's current favorite talents at this point. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised that it was Ricochet in the, in that you know he was gotten a push at one point that somebody likes him, but but I'd be surprised a little bit. But but what's his face is gone. He beat he beat he beat Drew McIntyre. That's that's um, that that's that's as uh, uh, you better win the damn tournament as if I ever. I heard one. Like, shit, at this point, you know, when the tournament, that's going to make Drew McIntyre look bad. Yeah. And it makes you wonder what they're doing with him, but that's a the longer, deeper, darker dive. Uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly 
where he stands or where he fits or if he's going to come out with a new attitude, but he already had a new attitude. And, yeah. I don't know, but, yeah, you let him go 15, 14, 15 minutes um, to a finish. And, and, yeah, like, I don't know, could this all be to crown Baron Corbin? Sure. But, man, they got some guys left in that tournament, man, that are just – you still have Ricochet. Like, imagine in a in a perfect world. Uh, and the world's not perfect, but – your final four was Ricochet, Fed Alexander, Ali, Chad Gable. Like, wow. Like, that's – you're getting some good stuff. Um, yeah. I don't I, – yeah, I can't see Chad Gable anywhere after that first round. I, I was very surprised. Not surprised because they're, they're telling that story, but um, – I'd be surprised that he goes any further the way they the way they just even demeaned him in that first round. Uh, but but it, just assuming if you're you know just thinking about that final four bracket, like yeah, that's that's uh, and again, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not surprised if if you know to hear Paul Heyman's uh, you know brought this back just to go. These smaller guys need to be featured, and I have a way we can do it. Mm-hmm. 205 Live is going away. Here's a way we need to really, really introduce these four guys. Ali, Buddy Murphy, Sid, and Brad eh, Ricochet was never on 205 Live, but he's kind of, oh, uh, 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 Gable. Um, and then they they said, okay, but we're going to take this giant shit on Gable, but you get everything else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they're like, all right, but we gotta, you know, we gotta somehow, you know, dip our fucking ball sack in the fucking dip at the party and fuck shit up. So, I, yeah, I'm not surprised Heyman is the guy that said, let's rehash this and let's do it this way. Uh, when you hear King of the Ring in WWE, I just, and especially lately, I just don't think of good things. I was not looking forward to this, but I've been very pleasantly surprised the last two weeks. Uh, and not his talent, of course, but how they're going about it. Anything else for us, Colin? What else you got? My question for this week concerns the man that every, that most people who are wrestling fans have been probably waiting to see again for the last five years. CM Punk, with with rumors that a representative from Creative Artist Agency reached out to Fox about Punk potentially hosting WWE's upcoming studio program for Fox one combined with him doing a panel pay-per-view appearance for Conrad Thompson at the all-out weekend festivities Saturday afternoon. What are the odds that Punk returns to wrestling either at All Out or 
twenties or beyond. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I think, and thanks for the call, Colin. As always, I think with Moxley going down, there's a time. If there was a timetable, maybe it, could, it got moved up. And if he's like supposed to ambush somebody, maybe at the t- first TV show, maybe they maybe they try to re reconfigure things. But I don't know. Whatever, it just depends what your percentage of Punk showing up at AEW was, whether it was at twenty percent or fifty percent, um, and when, what it goes up. I, I think maybe it goes. But again, with Moxley going down, maybe there's a a, a greater chance. Punk jumps on, or, or they make it <laughs> worth his worth his time uh, to jump on. Uh, I could definitely see him going like, "No, I'm 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 done. Like I don't want to do this." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know. So, or could you say I just don't want to give him hopes up? But I, I don't think it's that. I, I just I really do think he's really, 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 really be done. Anybody yeah, I, I think he's done. Um, I think that, you know, he's he's had time to rest up. Um, he's had time to evaluate his options. Not a guy who runs through his money. Um, yeah, I think, he, I think he's good showing up every now and again to help people out. But I just don't think that's the type of commitment he wants to make. And I would be shocked, like shocked, for him to get back under the WWE fold in that capacity. Um, because you know how they work. Like, you know there are going to be shots on TV. You know there are going to be snide remarks. And trying to goad him into something he doesn't want to do. I just feel like he's too smart to get caught up in that trap um, if wrestling in ring is not something he wants to do. Um, yeah, I just think he's good on that. Um, so I, I don't think that – I don't think there's a dollar amount because they – you know, WWE has all the money in the world. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's a dollar amount or a schedule that fits with him um, just because of who he is. So I, I'm going to say the odds are below 30%. I mean, there's always a chance people's minds change, but um, – gut Punk sees they, they, they're clearly trying to be on par with WWE, at least somewhat. They're, they're going to be live every week from a different goddamn part of the country. So that in and of itself is like, well, like any, anything that any, that thing TNA had 10 years ago, 12 years ago, where it was like, well, TNA, show to Tapings in Orlando, maybe twice a month, you know, and then a pay-per-view once a month. And if you live, if you're like Christian and you live around the goddamn corner, <laughs> you know, from the studio or the tape, that's pretty damn sweet. Go in, make a half a million dollars a year. Well, make it be a little generous, but you know, and 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 you know, do. A taping a month and a pay per view a month. That was a yeah. that was a that was a lure. That was a incentive to to go to TNA if you weren't you know welcome in WWE or wanted to make a change or whatever. 
the situation was. Uh, here, with 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 AEW, I'm like, no, bro, they want to be, uh, <laughs> they don't want to be WWE light, but they want to be, want to be touring weekly TV wrestling. Mm. I'm just like, I've done that. You know, maybe they're better about having their stars on TV twice a month instead of, you know, every week. But certainly in the beginning, you have to, you got to establish folks. We'll see. I put it at 20, 25. I think, I think, it, I think Moxley leaving or not leaving, but being out maybe goes to maybe 25%, but mm-hmm. no higher than that. Which means if it happens, it's all the more, you know, emotional and like, oh my God, because it'll be, it'll be, you know, it's been a while and we will react. And, the and especially that crowd. Like that is an arena full of people who are, like, I disagree with Kyle when, when he says most wrestling fans have been waiting to see CM Punk's moves. I believe that most wrestling fans that are going to be in that building absolutely have them. Um, like, yeah, most they are wrestling very fans much, have Thankfully. Yeah, yeah. They're very much interested in, in what he does and will – he could go out there and have a bad match in front of them, and they cheer every minute of it. Um, mm-hmm. Which is not to say he'd do that. I just mean there's a different reverence for him in that space. And they will feel like he's doing something for them, not for himself. You know? Um, yeah, yeah. If, if, it would be uh, pretty poetic if it were to happen there. It's absolutely a boon for that company. Because a lot of people who go to these arenas and chant his name are going to have to put, they're going to have to walk what they've been talking. Um, and so it would be, I think, a, a boost for AEW. What do you mean? Um, you can't do that thing where you get what you want and then you go, oh, I don't. Like, oh shit, I didn't realize you until can. I had it. Wait, it's like I didn't realize until I had had it had the thing I lost back that I was fine with it. <laughs> You're not having it. Like, mm-hmm. oh right, the style kind of moved on. He's not as and you know he's that you know unfortunate not unfortunately but you know just how things work like people build off of you like people took your rebel outlaw sort of thing and you know it's a whole like genre now <laughs> like you did that and you're coming back and like yes it could be it could be hard it could be have you know that that window of uh, you know being cool and cutting edge this might be over. And I don't know if Funk's like fit to be wrestling veteran. Numbers years wise, sure, of course. That's what he's been, you know, I guess a decade into his career. <laughs> but you know how 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 you're revered and people feel about you. It's different than the numbers in your you know, your calendar. <laughs> career calendar. Yeah, so let's uh, let's get to one of these emails. We've got uh, one from Vegas coming from Gibran. Uh, he wants to know uh, if y'all had the chance to pick the winner of the King of the Ring, who would y'all take, Ricochet or Baron Corbin? I ask because I think one of them will most likely win uh, the King of the Ring, even though I like I think Samoa Joe winning it will be a better way to go. 
So those two choice, binary choice, Ricochet, King Ricochet, or King Corbin? Definitely Ricochet. Like, I think that, um, you know, somebody uh, tweeted me and was like, why do, why is there this idea that what Baron Corbin's getting is genuine heel heat and not go away? Um, but they followed up with basically, why do they, um, why do they think Baron Corbin's good when he's not? I, was like, well, I actually think he's pretty good. Um, but I also yeah. agree that he's not connecting with the crowd. And I think that him being king won't be like, oh, my God, it's a heel. I can't wait till somebody shows up. It's like WWE's trolling us because of our reaction to this guy. Um, I, I mean, Ricochet's nickname is already King Ricochet. Um, <laughs> you know, like that's his, his Twitter and that's, something he's been yeah. pushing and he was already Prince Puma. Like, that's that's who the guy is. Um, you know, but throw in that third name, like, Joe having a title um, to offset all the losing would be great. So in that order, I'm going Ricochet, Joe, Corbin. Um, I, I think definitely Ricochet. It's a way for um, one of your new top solo acts to have something to hang his hat on. <clears throat> at least through the end of the year, um, probably through a good part of the beginning of next year, too, depending on if this becomes an annual thing. So I'm going to go with Baron Corbin. I do think a lot of the heat he gets is genuine heat because he's very unlikable. I don't think, I, I, I think there's a go-away aspect, too, but he's not Xbox out, out, out here. It ain't 2001, <laughs> you know, that X Factor coming out to Uncle Cracker. That ain't what's happening here. I think I think by putting that black T-shirt on him and taking him out of the vest did so much. Just that one move. Just, oh, visually, visual, it's a lot just the visual of him in that shirt. He looks way badasser and, you know, just I mean, he's still in. In, in black pants, but that's never it was the issue. It was always they would bust on it, like call him a waiter and a concierge uh-huh. and shit. Like, what, like, why would you have him go out there if that's what you if you're laughing at? I, I never understood that. But that was a step up, I thought, from what you know, from the hair and the bullshit lone wolf vest and that gimmick. Um, uh-huh. So I see this as as an improvement. And also, if they're going to go with the scepter and the king and the fucking bullshit, it's, oh, my God, he's going to be so fucking obnoxious. And I'm here, and I'm here for <laughs> I'm here for Baron Corbin fucking people up with that scepter for the next three months. <laughs> you know, just the rest of 2019, you're going to be him and that dance, just hitting people, you know, winning matches that way. He's going to take that. I don't, you know, he won't go to Booker T thing. It's an accent. So he's going to take that. He's going to fuck around and get himself a court. You know, Jester. Oh, it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm talking. I'm really talking about something. Wanting to see King Corbin, but certainly out of those, out of those two or even three. Uh, but you make a good point about like Joe. That would be, you know, tremendous. But again, what is King Joe? Like, you know, what's the, is that a launching point, uh, a launching perch to yeah, what's the, 
Yeah, because that's not how he carries himself. I, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would go with Ricochet over over Joe. Um, maybe even and I don't know how it's worked out. That as the final? Can you imagine Ricochet selling for Joe for an entire King of Ring finals on pay-per-view, fighting from underneath to, 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 to win in the end? I mean, so, uh, something ground. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, we saw that. Did we have that man? Oh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, I mean Joe, Joe is on the SmackDown side. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. That's how it works. Oh, I, I think don't know. I think I think it's Joe and Cedric coming up. Um, okay. Yeah, let me take a look at the bracket. He's another he's guy that you know. I I just think it's 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 kind of a you got to push somebody. I get, but yeah. No, so this he week tried, is uh, this is the 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 elite eight: Samoa Joe and Ricochet, Sid oh. and Baron Corbin, Elias and Ali, Gable and Andrade. So, okay. I'm calling one side is going to be Ali and Andrade. Like that's the SmackDown side. Right. Um, so that's a great semifinal. That's a great semifinal. Um, yeah, and they're, they're not going to have Joe Corbin. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna say Ricochet Corbin. So Ricochet Corbin. Yeah. Whew, Ricochet. And then, Ricochet Alexander in the in the you know again as far as final great. fours go. Yeah. yeah. So to me, it either has to be uh, Corbin and Ali or Ricochet and Andrade. Corbin and Ali or Ricochet and Andrade. Oh my God! It's got to be Ricochet on Friday. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, I don't know if That's I don't want fucking Andrade to win the whole goddamn thing. Like, fine, because like, how many times he gets like cl- closed there? Like, oh shit! Was that like a bridge breakout match? Uh, uh, Zelina cut this promo before or after the thing, and then he went out there and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, things had three weeks go by, he's not on TV. Like, what happened? Uh, um, so, and, and talk about just a heel, obnoxious, certain guy that could take that scepter and crown and not be ridiculous with it. I can see him not wearing the crown, like going, like, all right, I'm not going to be. But him carrying around the crown, maybe Zelina holding that scepter just to remind everybody, not just, not too over the top with the robe and the whole gimmick, but. Just reminding you, you know, I'm fucking King Andrade, bitch, for the next goddamn three months. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, oof, given those are Jabron's options, like uh, Corbin or Andrade, that that would be. Because I think you'd have to go, who's better, you know, do like things. Because if you say Corbin, Ricochet, it's like, well, who do you like better or who do you think's ultimately going to win, a heel or a baby face? But. You give us two like things. That's where it, that's where it gets hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, I can see Kevin Owens finding a way to get Elias out of there so that they can oh, have. For sure. Yeah, they can have something at Night of Champions. Um, 
Yeah, and I can't see Chad Gable beating Andrade, but that's going to be a hell of a match. Like, these are all really good semifinals matches. Um, yeah, Zelina will be the, the, the X factor in that match. Mm-hmm. Like and probably as, as much as, too. And probably the one with Ali, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah. if she just is there and all is and just, <laughs> I mean, make that. Uh, I mean, they're not a couple, so she wouldn't be the queen if he became the king, but. But he's also dating Charlotte, who is the queen. Who is the queen, but they don't talk about that on TV because. You know. I'm, I'm thinking about cool Instagram pictures, not necessarily. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like. Yeah. You know, sure like, what's more marketable? Do we put our Aryan goddess who talks about being genetically superior and fuck on TV with this goddamn Mexican who can't speak English? Like, eh, I don't know if that's good for the brand, Vince. <laughs> you know, somebody. You know, but we can put. Let's. And while we're there, let's, let's just jump ahead really quick. Rebecca together. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's jump ahead really quickly. Um, it sounds like... We still got some different questions, at, but we'll come back to them. Oh, there's another question? Go ahead, go ahead. You sure? I mean, we can know it's open. Yeah. I ain't going to forget about it. Okay. Um, All Out is this coming Saturday night on pay-per-view. How well do y'all think the show will do, given that they're going up against opening weekend of college football? Ooh, that's a good point. Uh, games are on all day Saturday. I'll be watching college football myself on Saturday, so I'll miss the show. Uh, thanks, I'll be listening. Well, you're probably the Venn diagram of AEW fans and college football fans that are like, oh shit, I've been waiting all, you know, whatever. Football's finally back. Like those guys. Um, I, I I don't think it's a ton of crossover. I think it's you and the handful of people, Jabron. Especially the ones that are willing that would be willing to pick football over AEW. That's that's what I mean. Not I'm sure people watch and watch wrestling and watch college football, but they want to watch AEW. They're gonna fucking watch AEW and watch goddamn football highlights because they know they got a whole got the whole season of football coming. Um, no matter how long they've been waiting for football to come back, they're invested in AEW. But the people that are There's willing to go is Football, I watch wrestling later. I think that's slim. There's only one top 25 matchup that's up against All Out, um, and that's Oregon Auburn. So I don't think that like everybody else plays, like you know Texas plays, but they're not playing a ranked team. Um, and really, that's the only other top 25 matchup. That's the only top 25 matchup this weekend. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be fine. I think people are going to be watching football all day. But, sincerely, if you're like me, who that opening weekend, you're worried about the 11 a.m. games, by the time you get to the end of the day, you're like, you know what, I can turn football on something else. And, like, yeah, they have a show on Saturday night that you can watch on an app. Um from your computer or vice versa. So, yeah, I think I don't think it's going to hurt them. I think if you were going to watch it, you're still going to watch it. And that one game, since there's not anything else to really flash over to, you can watch two screens. I think it's going to do just fine. Yeah, and, and if I had to put a number on it, I'd say they do just as well as, as Double or Nothing did uh, as far as people yeah. buying, spending $40. 
you know, if they can get 80,000, 100,000 people to do that again, I think that's a, a success. Again, all without TV and just YouTubes and, and word of mouth, that would be a, a pretty tremendous success, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you uh, you wanted to get on the something. Yeah. Um. Gosh, did I lose it? That, oh, oh, oh. So, tentative plans right now. Um, you're hearing from different people, are that Bray Wyatt is looking to challenge the winner of the Universal title match at Hell in a Cell. Is okay. it too soon, Travis? It's too soon to have Bray Wyatt soon a championship match, win. and it's too soon to be having him in a championship match in a Hell in a Cell. Yes. I mean, because here's my thing. He's absolutely... He's been WWE champion, okay? Um, Technically. His re-debut, I mean, he's kind of main event at WrestleMania because he was WWE champion in a WrestleMania match, and they swear the last match is in the main event. Um, He beat Finn Balor clean, uh, pay-per-view return. Uh, Like, this isn't me saying that I agree. I think if... If he doesn't win, it's absolutely too soon. Um, if he wins, it's debatable. But that character as your champion, I do feel like you have the urge to get too cute with it. It's something I would have ran probably a bit longer. Yeah, I, I don't look forward to... I never look forward to Hell in the Cell time of year. Because it's hell in the cell time of year. That, that, and that in and of itself is uh, is silly. Yeah, I think that uh, it's, it's funny. Like, I think uh, I think Sasha and Becky could naturally build to hell in a cell. I think that Kofi and Randy absolutely are naturally building to hell in a cell. Um, mm-hmm. Probably uh, Ray. Andrade, maybe. Um, that's what I got. I don't know if any... And you know what? And Elias KO or Shane KO, as much as I don't want to see. So you just got four that's, Hell in a Cell matches? But, but yeah, but they're not all going to be Hell in a Cell matches. I mean, Brian, right. Roman... So they actually, in fairness, I think there are enough feuds to justify almost... Oh, right. No, no, no. Hell sure. Cell that wasn't the question. This was... Bray Wyatt and Bray Wyatt in the title match and the hell is that? I'm thinking past that, but I'm saying that that's that's okay. my thing though, Travis. I think if he doesn't win, it's absolutely too soon. Even if it wins, even if he wins, it's still a good chance that it's too soon. Final answer. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. I you make very good points about this, the at least two feuds that are very, you know, Becky and Sasha certainly, you know, wouldn't need more than, you know, uh, six weeks at this point, six, seven weeks. That's more than enough time to get them to a hell, hell in a cell with, 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 the, what, what, with what they have to work with. Um, and Kofi and Randy, again, with what they would have to work with. And it makes sense time-wise. It would be the third match, presumably, in their in their in their thing, especially if the finish at Clash of Champions 
is again unsatisfying, hopefully better than the, you know, just a double count out. Uh, but still something like, ooh, I want to see these two in the cage. Just but tell that story. Don't just say, oh, well, hey, you know, Elvis just happens to be and make it make sense. Make it go, oh, yeah, no, yeah. As soon as that match ends, you're like, oh, October's telling the cell. Totally. So if they do that, absolutely. Um, but then you have some other stuff that, again, won't be in a helmet cell, but are grudge matches that fit the show and maybe the theme of the show. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk to somebody else. Let's. Oh, we got Rich on the line. Let's see what Rich is up to. Rich, you want to be on, or you just? Uh, well, you got your hand up. You just listening in. You've been on hold for a minute. I didn't see you. I figured that's the case, but um, no, I'm good. I I have a thing at eight that might go till like nine nine thirty, and then I got Trey's first day of school tomorrow, and flying out for all out, so I'm not sure if I can do VIP, so I figured I'd... Well, like, basically, I'm not going to be on your That's kitchen. what this is about. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. I see what you're doing. Okay, okay, okay Rich. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfectly understandable. Um, but, yes. Yeah. So, um, oh, uh, since you just never, you're just going to leave, leave it on the uh, high-high note, What's up with that Marvel Unlimited? What, what, what's happening with that? <laughs> it's going to be handled. Oh, they just sent me an email that said, you know, because they're consolidating all the accounts, it's getting merged with my ESPN account. That is so. so I also got that email. Yeah. Wow. And then I just signed really up. like the whole the merger of Disney. Yeah. Wait. Well, they're consolidating them because they're going to be having the combo deals, like, with ESPN, if you get ESPN, Hulu, and Disney Plus, I think it's like twelve ninety nine versus the six yep. ninety nine for just Disney Plus. But what I just did, this about an hour ago, I signed up for three years of Disney Plus. So you did? Oh, you made and, it through. I saw an article about all the people yeah. who couldn't get on because the damn site was crashed yesterday. <laughs> and you were one of them. Yeah, well, it's not bad. So you pay for two years and you get a third year for free. Oh Depending God. on how you want to look at it, you can either pay two years or third year for free. Go ahead. Do they explain how if you want? Because I originally was like, okay, once they came out with the, like, like I said on Instagram, like Shiva and Moon Girl series, like were like, I need this for myself. Like I would have probably got somebody's login information. That's not very hard to do. Everybody's a homie, yeah. but it's like, no, 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 no. I need this for. I need my own. Um, what if I was like, okay, I'm going to get, because I have Hulu, I don't care for ESPN, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I have it because of you when it's, when I need it, if there's a Phillies game or Monday night, if Eagles are on Monday night or something I want to watch. Um, yeah. but I don't like give a shit about it. Even on sling, I got rid of it. My bill went from 40 bucks to 27 bucks just cause I got rid of the ESPN stuff. Um, <clears throat> um, shit. So, oh, I was going to get the bundle, the twelve ninety nine, mm-hmm. the triple package bundle, ESPN, Hulu, Disney. But what if you wanted to do the year, three year, buy two get a year free? That doesn't leave you with, you know, bundle options. Well, the way I look at the math is plus for a year or for three years. Even if even if I look look at the math this way, if I'm paying for it over three years, 
it's four dollars a month for three years, which means even if so I you added on, go food, I would still be under twelve. Yeah. Okay. That's that is. There you go. I'm sure they did their. They they got calculators too. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, and that's the thing. Disney likes money because remember, it was you did this because you were a member of the D23 Club, which is like their Disney yeah. like yeah, not super everybody fans. Can get in, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Also, and they, even, they, it was me. I signed up yesterday. It was a free thing. I did the free version. Oh, okay. That's the thing. They're not making it hard for you to get in. They do no. Look, Vince McMahon has set the model, not in the in the big way, right? Like, look. If you can get a hundred or a hundred and twenty dollars a year from people where they're not even thinking about it, that is from if you can get a hundred and twenty dollars a year from everybody instead of sixty five bucks a, a month from ten maybe ten percent of it, you know, it's they went they looked at that and was like, That is a model to build on. So we know I think everybody knew in twenty fourteen this is where everything was going. It's just Vince was uh, one thing we could say about that old man where he was ahead of the fucking curve for once. Well, I, I would say for them, for Disney. Recently, because he certainly was ahead of the curve in yeah. 1985 when he got the right. USA and the you know, cable uh, uh, connections and all that. I, see, for Disney, I would disagree. I would say they saw Netflix and they got tired of sharing. It was the same situation they were in with Sony. Well, with the model, like, though. With the, yeah. if you, because hasn't there always been some kind of Disney pay thing? Yeah. But that's, again, that was like the super fan kind of thing. If you can get Travis fucking Bryant to get your ass, you're doing something right. Because I was just like, whatever, yeah. I don't need fucking Disney Plus. I'll see that shit somehow. The internet exists. <laughs> you know, like, that's, I'm not sweating that. But now I'm like, no, 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 no. I have to get it. They're making it. They're putting it with the Hulu and the ESPN and just making it too inexpensive and convenient to not have it. That's what they're, that's the model. Make people go, I got to spend $100 a year <laughs> for this thing that I'll for, probably, for remember, you know, utilize. Not for me. I'll all over it. Oh, no, I get it. But remember the network, Vince did that, but he's also playing the game of out of that group of people they report as paid a good number are paying a dollar or nothing. Whereas Disney's like, no, 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 we're not playing this game. Here is what you pay or you don't get it. Like, what do you mean? When Who's you make the login, you can, hmm? what's that? Who's paying a dollar for the network? Oh, like, I tried the experiment. I'm paying right now. I canceled and they're like, here, let, 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 me, let me come at you. You pay like $5 for the next three months and come back. Oh, yeah, I guess. I have no desire to, to, to try to nickel and dime. <laughs> I just get, I've had it since day one, never fucking laughed or tried to get it. But that's the them. thing. I never yeah. officially left. Like, I hit oh, the cancel just, button before. They're like, you before, before you go. You did the wish app thing where you go, put something in your cart, and then you back out and you go, do you mind? Now you'll be 5% off. You go, I knew that 5% off offer was coming. That's why I hit back. Okay. Right. Game in the system. You, you, uh, slicko, you. Yeah. No, that's, I get it. Yeah. You just saved yourself <laughs> two bucks a month on your, uh, network for three or whatever it turns out to be. Five bucks. Right. And then one thing, you know, I was talking about that this morning in our group chat. 
one thing I know that's going to be a result of me getting the Disney app is at some point, you know, all of us have disposable income and limits to that. I'll no longer be subscribing to Progress because they're like about, you know, a step away from being completely absorbed in the WWE and the network. And I'm not paying seven bucks a month for the same storyline I'm going to see on NXT UK in six months. Oh. Well, there's seven bucks a month to follow them. But to have their access to their library, yeah. Yeah. Damn. You watch entirely too much wrestling. But that's the thing. I haven't watched them in like eight months. (laughs) So I've been paying, to your point, seven fifty-six bucks. I guess it's explain that while we got you. Like, are they like going out of business, or what's going on over there? So essentially, Cam, the three owners. They were like uh, uh, Jim Small. So guy, in the, guy uh, in the hat and two other guys that yep. I've never seen. Right, guy in the hat and the two <laughs> other guys. The two other the guys guy that are on the company. Company. Yes. Okay. I know him. Right. So he has been working just like with most of the other people. He works for WWE. So in addition to running the company, he is contracted as a producer and like executive in NXT UK. After January, all of the people in that situation were told by WWE, yeah, you're not doing that anymore. So he, at Progress 100, that's his last show, and they're going to keep going without him. And it became this thing where it was like, you guys sold this show, this entire premise of this company as you're punk rock wrestling, you'll never be co-opted, and now you've not only been co-opted, but your best wrestlers and your, your creator is gone. And so now the yeah. other guys who are remaining, you're, you're the two dudes you never see. The, ma- the manager and the lead singer yep. and the drummer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so you got yeah. the bass guitarist and the second guitarist, like on Twitter, I, um, you know, even Rovert's got good points. So that's never good. Where they're like, I'm never going to apologize for feeding my family. And he quote tweeted, is like, wow, they even got the WWE like playbook down to a T. That's <laughs> what that was about. Yeah. Wow. I saw... I saw that somebody on that tweet, and they were like, yeah, that's absolutely a WWE vernacular. Yeah. Yeah, it's also so, yeah. somebody trying to, you know, get a fucking check. And we always, you know, I mean, when why is it secure the bag being yelled at, you know, you know, in this situation? He secured the bag. Well, it's the same situation right? as, like, if CM Punk went back to WWE. You're well, the guy yeah. who said you're above the bag. Sure, and, that and they caught the thing off themselves as punk rock thing and blah, blah, blah. I, no, I, I get the optics and, and stuff, but <laughs> I like the, uh, you know, when it's... A steady paycheck. Convenient to, to, to laud people for, for for doing, you know, for signing a contract or for, for doing commercial deals and, you know, scaring that bag. But yeah. when, it's, when, it's, when it's narratively convenient, it's like, Mm-hmm. Because either they set themselves up, huh? like in this case, or people are just being people. <laughs> and just well, like Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn took the loss on it, and he just didn't push back because he had his own promotion. Him and uh, uh, Mandrews had called Attack Wrestling. That was basically mm-hmm. Wrestler Run. They had the Save Independent Wrestling T-shirts, and they were talking about unionizing. But then once those WWE checks got in, that's where David Starr was like, oh, I thought y'all were about that union stuff. What happened? The bass came out your voice. Yeah. He was like, man, y'all, y'all be easy. <laughs> y'all be cool, man. This is, 
a lot of money. Yeah. And I get it. It's 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 tough to have. It's always <laughs> it, it's it's it always takes one to. That's why when like Muhammad Ali when he like why he's like held up to certain rates. He's like no. Fuck y'all. I'm not going over here. I'm not going to go kill like, people. Put me in fucking jail. He's a dick. And they wouldn't have had him go in some, most likely, <laughs> you know, the front line shooting fucking Viet Cong. He'd have been doing bullshit from propaganda tours and shit like that, but he would have been in, you know, in the army officially. He's like, I'm not doing none of that for y'all. I'm not supporting y'all fucking war machine. And mm. he just took a stand and it ruined him. Uh, at least for a time. But it did, ultimately. I mean, he had to come back and Fighting, he was fighting in 1980. Like, come on, I was alive when Muhammad Ali was still having boxing matches. That's not <laughs> shouldn't have been yeah. happening, but he needed money because he lost the fucking you know at the peak of his damn drawing power, lost three four years of his uh, of his career. So it takes somebody to be, and 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 you can't blame people for not wanting to be that. Uh... <laughs> Why don't you go sacrifice your your career and livelihood? Potential family and blah 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 blah. You know, right. easier said than done. So, you know, it's yeah. And that's yeah, why that's I flipped what you guys were saying earlier. You would see you understand phone. that. Yeah. Like a thirty-nine-year-old me is certainly more open to that that idea than you know, nineteen-year-old me certainly. Yeah. Dude, fuck the man. Like, man, the man signs the check, and the man ain't going nowhere. <laughs> No, <laughs> I know you want to be rebel, rebel, but you also got to eat, eat. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was, when I was listening to y'all earlier and you mentioned the percentages, I'd put Punk probably at like 40, 60. Really? Yeah, because he lost a lot of money with that lawsuit. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. A lot of money, and now he's got to he's suing his friend for the rest of it. And I know, wouldn't be surprised if he made that his wrestling gimmick. Like, you know and especially what? when he to, when he did the, to, when he made those comments about AEW where he was like y'all don't know me like that like mm-hmm. that was like you know hey maybe Vince if you want to join in texting me deals yeah 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 all right because I think he would have fun and I mentioned that to Bruce about like because I listened to him talking about the way he was reading it when he did audio this weekend. And I thought about him going to, like, an NXT. He would love that, just like Morrow would, because he doesn't have to deal with Vince, and he can just play. And they would pay him a lot of money not to be on the other challenge Adam Cole (laughs) would be something. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it would be something on so many levels, because it's like, your your direct creative boss is Triple H. Yes. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. we know what that relationship was like. But if that, and, but, if but he, think about it. If, Triple H would have to eat it, the fact that they have to pay him that money to be on his baby. Right. Like right. think about yeah. the hit he would take. But like, that's what would be the, the so awesome about it. If they both swallow their bullshit pride, their macho shit, their creative wrestler, uh, you know. Management wrestler relationship bullshit that they had. Oh, you beat me, and then you sent in Nash to beat me. All that, put all that. And if they were able to, if Triple H could suck it, suck up the fact that NXT, which it, 
Man, if NXT got CM Punk uh, for that first show against AEW, it could wipe AEW out before they even get started. Now, granted, not everybody's going to turn and go, oh, CM Punk's back. That might even make the people in AEW dig their heels in harder and really root harder because it would be obvious what, <laughs> what, what's happening. But, man, that would be, that would be the shot. If they signed the like if they Wednesday night every night. Woo. Like if you had Adam Cole talking a year to do it. Woo. Right. You have Adam Cole talking and then all of a sudden Cole's a personality page and you have a dude who your boss calls skinny fat and the champion is skinnier than he is. Yeah. Yeah. It would be for so for so for us, for articles that would be written for the fucking hours of podcast. Uh, breaking that, breaking down every, and, and it's like three months in, six months in, it's just working, right? And we're getting stories from Meltzer and shit that the relationship mm-hmm. between CM Punk and Triple H is at a whole different level. Like five years go by, and you just, on both, I mean, so much, cause I almost kind of want this to happen now, you know? Cause, yeah. And you know who else <laughs> would like it? Yeah. Stephanie. Who? Because then she would get to argue with AJ over the fact that who came up with the Divas slash Women's Revolution. <laughs> Could you imagine AJ being the one like, nope, I'm not going back there. Fuck them. You go there, you fucking sell out. <laughs> wow. Right. Now, now that's the nature of their relationship. <laughs> While she like, you know, eats all the fancy plates because he's making you almost a year. Yeah. She said, I'm but, not going. He's like, I'm not going back there, Philip. Which would be fine. She wouldn't fit anyway. She wouldn't. She would have no place in the women's division today. Are you know, she only. She'd be world better than uh, the, the 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 cap the general the regional manager of Popeye's Southeastern District, <laughs> Lacey Evans. First off, Lacey Evans, by sheer fucking size, would wash the shit out of goddamn AJ fucking five foot nothing hundred pound weight. Come on. You for, do, do, do you forget that they currently employ uh, the Sparkle Princess as their time? I understand they employ, but they gave me income. And, and, no, no, that's not how it works in the women's division. That's barely how it works. Are we talking about CM Punk? Is it is it beyond him personality-wise? And, and we didn't really get into the style, but it's in the back of my mind when I was talking about it. It would be easier for him because the style ain't advanced that damn much. As long as he was still fairly athletic, he'd, he'd be fine. But Eight, the, the women, I think, have come way too far. And, like, for instance, like, whenever she was last around, she just wouldn't, she wouldn't fit. The Bellas don't fit. When they show up, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You Bellas, you don't but fit. But the Bellas weren't really trying. I mean, Nikki was toward the end, but AJ actually was a pretty good wrestler. She's the, she, she, okay. I, y'all know many times you start talking about these tiny little women, I'm like, Get him out of here. <laughs> give, me, give me Piper. Just please. because you got your thing for Rhea Ripley and Amazon Nation don't mean I do. there's room for everybody's size. Which, oh, I mean, there's room for her to get her ass whooped and because that's what should happen. So, but anyway, that is a good segue into Rhea Ripley and Raina Gonzalez as a tag team. I am so excited about this pairing. I really, really hope this isn't a one-off. And that they have plans, or at least maybe the reaction to that match and that finisher move uh, will get will get them some 
some some eyeballs. I've been talking about Rhea Ripley since the damn first May Young, or not Rhea Ripley, uh, Randy Gonzalez since the first May Young. Everybody can talk about Rhea Ripley. I mean, she's it's very very obvious that she's very very good, and it, it will be and should be a star someday. Uh, but Randy Gonzalez just kind of n- never you know, turned a ton of heads. She's big, but she never had a big personality or whatever. Putting her with Rhea Ripley, who has uh, you know, more than enough personality for, for everybody. And they're both, you know, got that size and they both got that style of that hard hitting lariat throwing, you know they what did I say on Facebook or whatever I said they could be the next spark in women's in women's wrestling. We could look up Yeah, they could be if they okay. aren't paired up like uh the the picture I just threw in the group chat for you. Okay. I am nothing if not there. Let's see. Um, waiting for it. Waiting for it. Oh, uh, right, well, reaction. Hey, if if look, if you gotta get a little uh, R McT R McTF up in there, then we gotta deal with R McTF. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. They took a picture with it. Speaking of tiny women who are probably. No, I'm talking about squatting them up. Oh, even if they did that, I, I mean, whatever. I I don't think it would. I don't think she fits in the in the dynamic. But if they tried to force that, and they've that, been tagging for a while, so they're going to be together for a, for a bit. Yeah, well, it, it won't matter because Raina and Rhea will. Wait, who is who is is that Raina on the right? Yes. Are you sure? Are you? Oh wait, no. That might be Bia Peasley. My bad. See, see, you were saying, Cam, you weren't even saying. Even if he wasn't, he's still right. Doesn't have to be true. Rich says it. That's pretty much it. Um, so yeah, Wait, that is that. Raina. I'm sorry, is okay. that is Raina. She just, she just did a, she got the hair glow on. She did the like the purple deal. Oh, and she now, got a, I don't know she got a cowbell. That. She brings to the ring. Yeah, yeah, she been doing it for for a minute. More cowbells. Her her dad was a, a wrestler. He was uh he had the cowboy Mexican cowboy gimmick kind of thing. So it's a uh, kind of an homage to him. And she, I mean, and she's from. She's from the valley down here. She played at A and yeah. like he's yeah. real country. Mhm. Remember mentioning my Mac? Oh, my, my and I just got some messages. If anyone's interested in getting that combo that I signed up for, go to d23.com. Sign up for the free version, and then it'll send you an email with the instructions on how to redeem. Oh, sweet. And I'm switching. Uh, I'm switching over, guys. All right, gotcha. <clears throat> All right, let's. Uh, how long do we have you, Rich? You said. Um, I have to leave in three minutes to meet with my student, and then I should yeah. be back within forty-five minutes. I can close up. Oh, okay, cool. That works. And then we might, um, if we do a, a, a early one, like nine thirty, I can definitely do VIP. But I can't go too late because I got to get up early to go to Trey's first day of school and get to the airport. Yeah, no, there, there's not a ton. 
there's not a ton of, I mean, that needs to be VIP. I am going to Chicago. Uh, we're gonna, okay. Yeah, a couple of things yeah. I wanted to talk about. Long live that long live wrestling comic book, and uh, the second issue of the Oracle is out. But I can oh be done. yeah, we can definitely do that. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that could be up late. No, what I'm saying is that could wait. It doesn't. We don't even need to bother. No, no, fuck it. Nothing to VIP. You already got me in my, in the headspace of no VIP. They already heard no VIP, okay. so no VIP. Okay. <laughs> So I'll call uh, back in about 40 minutes, then I'll let All right, that sounds good. All right, talk to you. Yep. And, Cam, you should be back. You back? Put somebody five on the field. Oh, there you are. All right. Let's um, – oh, well, maybe we'll save the Bruce email for – I think that might have been for VIP. I wanted to get Rich's insight. So we'll save that for when he comes back in 40 minutes. Let's, uh, in the meantime, talk to Craig. Craig, what's going on? That is you, huh? Hey, man. How are you doing? Doing okay. How's everything? Uh, not too good. What's the matter? Um, you know what? Well, this just happened. Just, like, literally just now, I um, I'm sorry, I didn't take myself off the. Uh, nah, if you need some time, go deal with whatever you got to deal with. Yeah, don't need it. Don't no, deal with shit my, live my on air. Friend, you know, Miz. You know, Miz, right? Sure. His dad just died. Oh man, it's unfortunate. Were you were you close to his dad? Like you were close to him? I mean, I assume you were. Or at least um, you were. Or at least you're feeling it for your friend. I mean, if you're with whatever, whatever your relationship with his dad was, that doesn't matter. Well, Miz, Miz was here. Like literally, I'm sitting in the place where my dad died, and when yeah. we found me and Miz found my dad together, so. No, that's a lot. Yeah, I get you. Or I don't, but I can. Nah, yeah, that's heavy. But no, I I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple topics. <laughs> can if you can deal with it. I can. Yeah, yeah, take your time. Yeah. yeah. Just need to collect my time. Need to take a drink. I literally just found this shit up. Yeah. Um. And, dude, I was so excited to see you guys all together because uh, um, that that Deep Palm and uh, the South Congress was really therapeutic with the uh, – with talking about, like, chicken and yams and uh, Andrew Luck and all that shit. Yeah, Deep Palm on, Cam? Yeah, well – no, 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 but we just both had – No, no, uh, separate – Kind of came out. Oh, of the I get you. Uh, no, I'm glad we could. Glad we could help, man. It was um, yeah, yeah. No, it was all. It was all fun, and but uh, like a lot of people are like, oh, Craig, you just want to go to the cookout, and I'm like, fuck the cookout. You guys like Mexican and cheese. I don't even <laughs> like Mexican. I like the craft in the box. I you know I, 
and um uh, uh First off, you already oh. invited to cook out, so tell them that you did ain't trying to do no, anything I, that you already I denied I denied all the cookouts because because you guys you guys do I, I like uh I like different food. But, and, and I also don't want that awkward. Why are you talking about an actual you cookout? Are we talking metaphorically or are we talking? I'm confused. I think man. I think I think we're talking about metaphorically. Oh, I'm so hungry because I I wrote this shit down, man. I it was gonna be so funny when I I wrote it down and it was gonna be funny. But That's how it all is. Time changes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I don't like. I don't like the I don't like uh, mac and cheese except for Kraft mac, macaroni and cheese. Uh, <laughs> I also don't like macaroni. Cheese and macaroni. <laughs> and and uh, and you guys, you guys do a lot of salt uh, and and uh, treats. I don't like so much salt. Even though I'm a big ass fat dude. You don't like what? You salsa? Know? I love salsa. Salsa's great. No. I don't oh, like I don't like I don't like salt and grease. Salt and grease. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you gotta right. put a lot of salt in your, in your green. Who, 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 and who, who, uh, you guys. Who guys, Craig, huh? Yeah, you know, you guys, Craig. <laughs> yeah, Am I wrong? Right? Right? I find the social places, dude. You guys do a lot of things. I don't want to start quoting CDC. Oh, about you have to send a more chart about salt intake. I'm, I'm sorry. We had a bike. <laughs> we had a traveling Bible study. Me and the guy I just talked about, Miz, and yeah. one of my friends. We had a traveling Bible study. We just went to different like places throughout the friggin'. Yeah. Area. And, and there was this place which we loved, but they like they had way too much, and and it was they called it soul food, and I'm like, now nah, hold on, uh, this ain't the soul food I'm used to. Like, uh, I'm digging yeah, myself a whole hundred cheese of people. Um, she got a whole soul food restaurant mad at him. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm just, I care about your heart. <laughs> All right. Craig, the one that tells Big Mama about her arm. <laughs> I thought it was her foot. All right. Oh. Uh, I don't like salt. I don't apply right. salt to anything. Or hard boiled egg. How does that make sense? Is mayonnaise you know, too spicy for you, Craig? Are you in that camp? I love spice. I want to. I, dude, I have like a, a steak and Tabasco. Like if if I stop. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're, 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 your love for Tabasco and hot sauce and stuff is, I think, very well documented. You're right. It's tough. You're right. Okay, I won't, I won't, I won't tell them it's a stereotype. <laughs> now, uh, this is supposed to be so... I had it written down. It was supposed to be funny. Well, hey, Craig. But no, what? 
I was real Walmart about that Andrew Luck and oh. the chicken and the yam. I loved it. Yeah. You did great on South Congress. I love fucking South Congress. That's basically what I was trying to say. Come on, it's appreciated. I think that's no cookout. Yeah. I've never felt like I've never felt like you were like listening to us. And when I say us, I mean me and Trav or me, Peanut, or Deepalm and whoever is Justin, I've never felt like you did that so you could say you were down. I think you just happened to find people who talk about content in a way that you like to consume it. I, I, yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Hey, um, Chris is yeah. the one that put me on to Even though I uh, see Deepalm and know he does a thing, and know y'all are friends with him and talk to him and go on his show and stuff. I never listened to any of the MTR stuff until Craig goes, fucking Supergirl no. reviews are great. And then I, you know, start listening to Shane and the Doctor and, and then and eventually Z-Bomb and Chris. And, yeah, and matter of fact, matter of fact, like I said last week, I think on VIP, when talking about the His Dark Materials podcast we're doing, like they, those four, Z-Bomb and Chris, Shane and the Doctor, are, and I guess Cam too, but you never, you know, you're yeah, like, that's well, all you need to don't, don't get to, You know, you don't ever take advice from, like, your family and friends and shit. It's like somebody, a stranger, got to, like... But listening to Shane and I, like, okay, this show's got to be a tight 45 minutes. Here's how they formulate their shit. They keep it interesting. Bing, bong, boom. None of this going through scene-by-scene scene bullshit, having a two-hour goddamn podcast. That shit is not marketable. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah so, that's so all critics. Telling, you know, putting me on to some shit. Theoretically, I should have been putting him on to. If you want to. It's crazy. Hey, so, um, uh, Leo Rush, he was on Cheap Eat this week. Or this past week. Yeah. Yeah, and. When he has a song out, and I didn't know that, and I haven't listened to it yet, but this, today when I was on my porch drinking, because I was like pre, I was pre gaming for your guys, you know, uh, East Coast, like I sometimes do, and yeah, you know, and and. I was listening to this band called Bullfrog and Kid Koala, and I don't know if you guys know who Kid Koala is. No. Have you guys heard Kid Koala? I haven't. No. Okay. Okay, listen to Kid Koala and listen to the... Well, it's an album, Bullfrog. It was uh, the band. Bullfrog was the band. They put out their own album, and it's really good. And they had Kid Koala on one track called... uh, Reverse Psychology. Mm-hmm. He did this Y G O L O S C H B and Reverse Psychology. That he, it's really good. Okay. Um, you guys should check that out. And I think that might be what Leo Rush sounds like. I was just Wait. curious if you guys. What is this? I don't understand. Yeah, the thing with him. I like that he has, like, because they were even pushing the music thing before he debuted on 205 Live. Like, I like that he has these varied interests. 
My thing is, when he writes WWE superstar Leo Rush at, on his Twitter profile, is he trolling? Like, or is he under contract and they won't let him go? Or, like, did he talk about that at all, Craig, about his contract? Status yeah, or yeah he did. He, he, he's, he's still under contract. He said sometimes you're just left at home. He's okay. still under contract. So he can't no, okay. do anything. I mean, like, but he, he made music. He made a song. Or I, I don't know if he made a song. I, no, he he made a song and he, he talked about it on, like it was on Spotify or some shit, but I ain't going to buy it. Okay. I, I haven't yeah, heard it. We don't have to buy it Spotify. I mean, I, or, well, I, yeah, I don't know how that shit Yeah. But well, I, I listened to his voice. Um, I listen to his voice and he sounds like Kid Koala, like the way he. And you guys don't know who Kid Koala is at all? No. Well, you know what's funny? Like, Leo Rush is literally from where I'm from. Um, from yeah. Prince George's County, Maryland. Like, we're literally from the same yeah. place. So, like, yeah, he sounds like my family. And so it's pretty funny. Like, when I hear him talk, like the way he says, Bobby yeah. Lashley. I'm like, yeah, no, I, that's, that's, that's my uncle. Yeah, he, he drags us out of here. Yeah. No, he, he talked about uh, him and Velveteen. Um, uh, We're from yeah, the same. From, and Velveteen yeah. is like the guy that got him into the shit. Yeah, they were And, and he's yeah. actually younger. Fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's weird that they're like, they're what, 24 and 23? Like, they're kids. Yeah, like really cheap. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. the future, man. These and guys have just good head on straight. Yeah, like, but I do. You know what? In fairness, like, I don't think Velveteen is as difficult to work with. I do think if Leo Rush was six inches taller mm-hmm. and thirty pounds heavier, he wouldn't be considered as hard to work with either. Uh, well, I, 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 you know, you know what? This is this is the funny part about this whole AEW, NXT, WWE shit. Is to see, like, Velveteen Dream, Velveteen Dream doesn't go up to Raw and may is at WrestleMania, and then he's like, oh, what, my contract expires? Ah, yeah, see ya. And he just okay. goes over to fucking AEW. I'm just saying, that would be fucking amazing. He has I would say, like, yeah. And, he, and here's the part where, where I'm going with the tag. And and what basically my whole point is, oh, by the way, uh, the name Shorty G was trademarked by WWE. Shorty G, Shorty Gable. They're going to rename him Shorty G. Oh, my God. Solomon has been talking about it for like two weeks. And he's pissed, and so am I. Because it's wow. fucking stupid. But uh, I, I ain't paying no 50 fucking dollars for AEW show, Double or Nothing. I ain't paying sure. for that shit. You mean all out? I, I ain't paying to be going. Or yeah, don't yeah, all out. Yeah, no, I ain't paying for that shit. Because my I, I am right now on that thirty-three cents a month deal that that Rich was just talking about. 
me and Miz, the guy who I just said his dad We died. know who Miz is, uh, Craig. Sorry, but we know who Miz is. We're familiar. Yeah. But yes, my, we, we, yeah. y'all got a deal. But, We're on the same plan. We're on so the same Miz. WWE plan. And okay. basically, you're paying 33 cents a month between two people. Well, three people if you include my sister, but she doesn't watch. So it's like, you know, like I ain't paying $50. That's twice my Sling subscription. Yeah. My, yeah. Yep. You need to convince me to watch your shit. And now your favorite and, guy and is not on. That's that's where I that's where I thought you were going, but you're just talking about just on principle, just because. Yeah, four years, five years of WWE Network will spoil it. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> even if it's good. Even if it's good. Even if it's going, I ain't paying fifty dollars for the G one. Yeah, no yeah. things have changed. Different atmosphere, man. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking at my Netflix subscription in. January, and I'm like, so you're not going to have The Office. You're not going to have Parks and Rec. Um, the CW shows, I'll be caught up on them by then. And there's you're the not CW have, app. That's free. Exactly. Exactly. You're not going to have, well, well, what I'm saying, Travis, by being caught up, I can't go back and watch previous seasons because they, you know, they hold seven, eight episodes at a time. But yeah, like, Netflix, and especially with the price hike, like fourteen oh, yeah. a month. What, what do I need this for? What am I doing with this? So you think Netflix is so, as fast as they went up, they could come crashing back because everybody else caught up? What do you have? Yeah, like what do you have? What's what's your content? Well, like? well the thing is, the rent you got to be. Uh, do you like Stranger Things and all that kind of stuff? And that documentary where that kid was getting molested or whatever, like all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, they got like they got, they got documentaries on lock, don't they? They got HBO has documentaries, right? Hulu got documentaries. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be, and especially, and and it's really price point versus content when Disney is like super serving you with content, like. And, 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 and what, 15, 20% of that content they're taking directly from, uh, maybe not that high, but a significant amount of content they're taking from that you watch. Netflix, or that won't be on Netflix in the future, because it'll be on. Like, yeah. Everybody is super serving. Yeah, but, but the difference, Craig, and while I'm, while I'm relating to what you're saying, everybody's super serving, but... WWE, like even if uh, AEW had the same price point, WWE has 30 years of stuff that you can tap into. Right. You know, AEW has to build yeah, that. But Disney, Disney basically has that too. Disney would you pay $50 exactly. for their pay-per-view okay. all the indie content has, in the world. Yeah, it has 100 years of history. Yeah. Exactly. You just tap into in a moment, whereas Netflix has to build off the properties that are unproven. So yeah, there's there's a strong parallel there, absolutely. 
And how do they come down? They're going to have to come down in price, or they're just going to like. Because I'm thinking some people are paying like, yeah, say like 14, 16 bucks a month for Netflix, and it's going to get to a point where it's 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 not going to be worth it. And then they're going to go, okay, well, what? We'll cut our price in half. Is it going to be worth it at eight dollars, six dollars? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Stream more. So, cool. Anything else, Craig? Before we, uh... Oh, no. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm all good. No. Thank you. All right. Okay, Thank we'll talk to you, Craig. Hey, take right, care of yourself, man. Yeah. Tell Miz, tell Miz we think about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will. I'll, I'll uh, redirect him to your uh, thing. Okay. Um, all right. <clears throat> 205. We got a 205 live on the on the line, but they didn't put their hand up. Put, put, press one if you want to uh, have your call on air. In the meantime, let's uh, oh, hey, press one. So 205. Who is this and where are you from? Hey, Troy Evan Cam, this is Janae. Hey, stranger, this is Janae. And I got Demetri is on the line too. No, you know why she's calling? And I bet Alabama or something starts this weekend. She want to like call in and be a, be a jerk about it. Is that what's happening? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Roll <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's up? What's up with y'all? What's up, D? What's up? Oh no, we were just. <laughs> I think you hadn't looked at Twitter because we've been going at y'all on Twitter. Oh, doing all wow, I am not. Uh, what do you mean? I'm, can I do it? I'm in the car, so I don't have my Wi Fi on. Oh, okay. Damn. Let me find out. I, I was just asking where y'all taking calls today at first. Of course. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so what's on your mind? Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing really. Nothing well, really. Uh, Cam? One thing, Cam, uh, don't let people get down on you because of who you post on Twitter. I don't know why people be always trying to act so self-righteous, like they don't know who these people are. It's funny. People are, I don't know. Like, they, I have a weird relationship with my friends and people who are almost friends. Like, they just, Uh I'm everybody's my brother, and I've accepted that. It's just, you know, it's fun. No, what's funny is, People who genuinely didn't know, and then I would DM them, and they're like, I never heard of that person. I'm like, wow, you suck. <laughs> right. Like, where were you when oh, we were, when this was going on? But, uh, but no, it's a, a, good, a good place to ever to say it. I am not, nor have I ever been affiliated with porn Twitter. I'm just a regular guy <laughs> who does the same thing that everybody else does. I just get called out. <laughs> Your pinned okay. I was going to talk about your pinned tweet, but never mind. My who? No, Cam's pinned tweet. Oh, I would argue against his. That is not. That is not unique to me. It's happening to Are y'all watching NXT? This is ridiculous. I never want to see another uh, Dijak and Keith Lee match again. 
These two. Did they, did they double DQ against you? No. This fucking guy just did a. Keith Lee just did a one man. Um, uh, fuck. How about this? What is it called? Spanish fly off the top rope to his die jack. I got a game show with they going to learn. Game show. Broken in half. Oh, no. It's going to say on 2K. They are both cartoons. Come on. Anyway. All right, John A. I'm glad you called. Are they going to make them a tag team? I have. I. Wow. And so I said, they're, I got they're, twin on the phone. Not, twin, he, he Demetrius, not, he, Demetrius on the line, too. One of the twins okay, on the line, too. What up, Demetrius? I said, what's up, really? You were saying are they oh. gonna, So are they done with Dijak's white national uh, shit? They seem to go completely away from that. You know, they, they I addressed that. Like, she was like, I do things for my family. I do things for my culture. I do things for my last name. And I was like, oh, do you? Okay. All right. Hmm. That's 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 a thing. Um, and that was just last week. So I don't know if they kind of realigned how it's going to be, but you know. I'm just saying, if they made them tag team, that that would just seem like that would be. Uh, what yeah. I feel like they could still be like a begrudging respect team, and something tells me they're going to need uh, face tag teams pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. So we'll we'll see. I think Dijak is about to win. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, all right, Johnny. If you ain't got you ain't got no, no wrestling questions for us, you just saying hi. Wow, you pushed me off the phone. Okay, okay. All right, then. <laughs> Did you do? Okay. Hey, so what you got to talk about? Well, I think oh. really. And now I'm getting see. Let's see how y'all treat me. It's always good. It's always the people. No, that's, 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 that's okay. That, that hurts that's so okay. Bad. That's okay. I, you know, I'll sit here in tears over here with Craig. But I can. Okay. <laughs> right. Hey, we, you know, we gotta be. We gotta be here. You need us emotionally. We'll be okay. here for you too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I, well, I, I appreciate you saying everything. Shit. What you say? You know. I I, I hope. Hmm. All right. All right. So, see you, Johnny. Take care. Uh, man, I hate Alabama. <laughs> I hate God damn it. Why they got to be so good all the time? Yeah. There. Um, all right. Let's uh, – Move things along. Oh wait, we got Craig back. Or not Craig, we got Rich back. Rich, you back? That was quick. Yeah, I had a student scheduled. I had to meet with him for two hours, but he did none of the work, and I still get paid. So <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Between you and Cam, these kids, man, I'm sick of them. 
<laughs> well, this is a makeup. He blew off the first meeting, and then the second meeting, he's like, yeah, I didn't do my resume, didn't do my cover letter, don't know what I want to do with my life, I don't want to be a doctor. It's like, okay, I spent literally 10 years being a free health advisor. How can I help you? I don't know. I'm like, all right, so you've done none of the prep work. You've done none of the actual work we're talking with. Is there anything I can do to help you with the rest of your day? Nope. Okay, wow. have a great week. See you in a week. <laughs> Ah, uh, boy. Like, University of Virginia is paying money, paying me money to, you know, like 50 bucks an hour to do this. And, you know, you just gave me 100 bucks to not talk to you. Dumbass kids. Even the smart ones. Um, yeah. Okay, so so since we got you back, uh, Rich, I'm going to read uh, Bruce's email that I think he meant for, for VIP, but we'll get it, we'll get it in here. Uh we all remember Doctor Doctor Bruce. Uh, yeah, I love Bruce. He he had a really he was kind enough to send an email afterward too to follow up with me. Sweet. Yeah, very nice guy. Mm-hmm. So he goes. Hope I hope the, oh how how perfect I hope the three of you are having an ice cube like good day. He says I won't be able to listen or call in tonight, but I have a topic that I was hoping to hear your thoughts on. Uh, Takeover Cardiff is this week, and Tony Storm is the UK Women's Champ. What are your thoughts on her as a wrestler? And the email's titled Tony Storm or Rhea Ripley, so maybe we see where this is going. <clears throat> what are your uh, thoughts on her as a wrestler? Uh, I like her very much as a wrestler. I think they both have great looks. Um, well, well, this I is first Rhea, uh, Tony Storm. He gets the Rhea yeah, Ripley. I think Tony Storm, for me, I mean, she has a, a unique look. And she has a unique physique. Like she's mm-hmm. like yes, full she thick in a way in a way you don't see a whole lot. I think it contributes to her being able to do some really good power moves. Um yeah, I I like her a lot. Um yeah, I, I think that both of them like really have good looks. Um because they're not in the traditional like they bastardized Liv Morgan. Like they really did. Yeah. And I thought she had something cool going, and she's fully embraced what they've done. But I just thought like what she is in NXT was way cooler than what they have her at now. And I feel like you know the the UK women don't suffer from that just yet. So so yeah, I like both of them. Um, but yeah, I think Tony Storm has a cool look, like a move set. Um, yeah, fan. And same thing with like Ray Ripley to me is like uh, you know uh, hot topic studded Pete Dunne, and I mean that as a compliment the whole way through. So Bruce goes, I admit I admit she has talent, but something, and this is Tony Storm, I admit she has talent, but something about her doesn't do it for me. Uh, I think it's how she always looks like she's smelling that doo-doo butter with her upper, with her upper mm, look. She like does that. have, yeah. She does have a look on her face. Bruce is a mm. Caleb, Caleb City fan. That is one of his uh, go-to... <laughs> Lines about Judy Butterfly. <laughs> so, so confirm that uh, for me, Bruce, if you're a fan of Caleb City or not. Uh, then he continues. I think Rhea Ripley should be the champ, the champ they build around, particularly because she has a different look and style. But what are your thoughts on Ripley? Uh, I'm thinking her double team finisher with Raiden Gonzalez might put her. Uh, I'm sorry, her double team finish with Raiden Gonzalez might put this in her favor. Uh, fam, I have been 
I think by, by between the three of us, on our radar two three years ago. Um, I I in, in her feud with uh, Tony Storm, I was rooting for her when she won it for half a second. I was really happy, and she dropped it right back to Tony Storm or, or however. I don't remember how it went. Um, she is my her and Piper Niven are my two. NXT UK specifically, NXT UK women. And if you were op- to open it up to include all the UK, uh, all the NXT women, only Bianca Belair gets added to like the list of, of women that I'm just gaga for. So, um, yes, Rhea Ripley, for those, for all your reasons, her look and her style and, and all that. Um, and, and like you said at the end, they, they finish her with uh, Raina. Whew! That is, it's not even like, it's just like one of those, how, we, we've had to see this somewhere. That's not like, it's hard to make stuff up <laughs> completely new in wrestling. That, but man, they're good at, and they had the perfect person, that little Lacey, uh, Lacey, uh, or something Lacey woman. I forget her name. The blonde braid. Um, but yeah, she's, she's, she's good. I, I like her. Uh, Bruce continues, 17 issues through East of West. God damn, 17. Didn't we just start talking about that like a week ago? Yeah. Bruce is a machine guy. <laughs> so he's, he's your you. <laughs> like, I look at you like, God damn. He's like, yeah, I just read five issues of uh, Quote Up real quick. I it's been a half hour. How'd you do that? Well, you know, i got the best brain. Um... So yeah, so he says it's dope and picking up. One question: How the hell is, how the hell is this happening in the rest of the world? One question: What the hell is happening in the rest of the world? Okay, yeah, I don't know. I haven't even attempted to read, so don't spoil it for me too much. Are we talking? Uh, are you talking House of X, Towers of X, or what? No, 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 no. no East no. of West. East of oh, West, but it's also written by Hickman because it's already like a, it's an older yeah. city, or not older, but you know, it's oh. already. Yeah, so, so, Cam, just to set the stage for you, when I was reading House of X, Powers of X, Travis is, you know, as you're well aware, uh, not with mutants. So I said, let's read something that I think is I good that my comic shop guy said was really good. And so East of West, and then when I read him the premise about it being, you know, doomsday and an alternate United States where the Civil War went on for 100 years past when it really ended, and the real four horsemen of the apocalypse have these different tribes and it's gone techno. Like there's a native uh, indigenous American super high techno tribe. And, you know, there's the old South, old North. Uh, it, it's really cool. It, it's wild. So and in Hickman fashion, yes, they keep expanding the scope of it. So okay. It goes from like, yeah. So it's really good. Y'all, y'all, the mm. Duke and Shafir and, and Baszler all came out and they're, you know, she's re- return, uh, re- retained and everything, and they're looking cocky as fuck and rubbing her belt and shining it up for her while it's on her waist, and they're just looking like their shit don't stink, and Shafir out here in some tights looking like a fucking old muffin. Um, and guess who comes out and to interrupt the goddamn Rhea yeah. Ripley? No, no, Rhea Ripley. Woo! Snatch oh. that mic! Ho, ho! So she got, her, got up in her face, and, and Shayna was about to say something. Rhea snatched her mic. 
Yeah. So I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, you beat everyone here. You ain't beat me, bitch. <laughs> she, she don't give a fuck about the other two. She ain't even look at them. Yeah. And they're not doing nothing. They all back, all three of them backing down. They leaving. Bitch ass motherfuckers. Fuck out of here. Wow. Kim, did you read the latest uh, House of X? No. Um, it's been because I, I didn't read Powers Three yet. Um, yeah. This this content, Rich, this content is keeping me very very busy. I should have some time tomorrow. Once I hit the encode button on Friday's episode, uh, but not yet. I got you. So I will keep my mouth shut. I, I will say I enjoy the way Hickman is arranging it. So some parts in the month you get a back-to-back like three, four, and then other parts you get like a three, and then you got to wait. His brain works so different. I enjoy like, it. It makes me. I don't know how, mind. but yeah, like I, I will say, like I'm a charts, and, I'm a charts and graphs guy, and so give me charts yeah. and graphs. I don't care what if, it, if I immediately get it or if the story is built just charts and graphs, so I can go spread them all out when this is done and look over and be like, oh, that's where that came from. So I can Charlie Kelly the uh, the mail boy. Yeah. <laughs> like his the way he charted all ten lives of Maura McTaggart, and then on top oh, of that, oh. like, I was I was trying to talk that yourself. through with Travis. Yeah, hmm? Travis, stop being yourself and just read that comic. Don't read anything else. Just read Damn. the Tim Lives of Myra McTaggart. Oh, it's so good. The who? Like, like Myra McTaggart. Like it gives her like such agency that she like she was always yeah. the lady who helped mutants. And it's just somebody finally explains a reason why, and it's the most fun, crazy, scary. Uh, uh, Makes you feel small and mortal. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I, 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 I heard about it. I don't know what, because I haven't been keeping up. But I did hear maybe it was Professor Bill. I don't know about how they're doing the, uh, how they're how the, like the backstories and how they're incorporating that is like apparently like just out of this world. Like, yeah, like as far as like the cohesion and how they're like doing it. Uh, and yeah, that was one of them. They were talking about the woman who was like the basically you know the underground. <laughs> I don't go that far, but like the mutant loving lady. Something about her backstory was wild as fuck. So I'm not surprised to hear y'all now. Yeah, can't reiterate anything. So. Well, yeah. Well, he did. He's taken 12 issues of what seemed at first to be two disparate comics and really melded them. It might have just been your explanation. It was when we were talking about it. Yeah, when we were talking about the many lives of Maura McTaggart and then how Emma Frost basically sat her down and was like, yeah. you're going to keep going up against your own mm-hmm. kind. Like, I'm going to hear the mutant that sees the future, and she can tell you exactly how many lives you have. Oh, by the way, you have one left. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if she's serious. You don't know if she's not. But these 12 issues, Six of Houses, Six of Power, are basically the baseline <laughs> For his new series that's going to start in November. Is that so a- this is all this wild craziness. Is just here's my preamble to where we're going to get crazy. This seems crazy, but it's so going to starts in November. What's the series? What's the, the uh, his new run of X Men? So this is basically oh, yeah, the history bro. of it. Yeah. Wow. 
And it takes yeah. people in ways like it gets the most pure version of who Scott Summers is, which I will argue, you know, at some point, D-Palm, and I go toe-to-toe over the fact that I think Emma Frost is the better woman for Scott and not Jean, because Jean and her, all of her derivatives have been nothing but... They haven't been good for my dude. Whereas Emma was like, come as you are. No pun intended. All right. Let's, uh... I, 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 say, I say this, and all it is very genuine. I wish it was something I was into. Like, just the X-Men series. She turned so many... You're like, listen, I appreciate your recommendation. However, I give zero. Zero. Yeah. Right. Because it's it's a lot of it's gonna be so just a lot. And I don't Yeah. I mean you just can tell by what I do read. It's just yeah, like I respect your honesty. Yeah. I'm gonna call bullshit because oh. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever been wrong. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure like, there's been times like, like, hey, this like thing you guys told like, me about actually didn't like it too much. I don't know if that's ever I'm not saying I'm not going to... Uh, I never no, get the... No, okay, go ahead. Explain yourself. That thing you guys told me about in 2016, you were right. That was that was good. Hey, let's have a conversation mm. about it. And he was like, no, mm. we did that. It was 2016. No, I, I think the few, I think the few high-profile times that that happens gets blown into this. That's just how I am. That's just that's me. Like I'm never on the wave when it happens. Like that's yeah, shit. that's pretty much my story. No, no. <laughs> See, my story no. is no, it's going to be twenty. No. It's going to be twenty twenty-one, and Melissa would have given you the password to my. Uh, Marvel Unlimited account. You're like, hey, this all the X powers of X is pretty wild. And I'm gonna throw wow. my phone out of wow. the window. Wait a, wait a. You guys are telling lies bring, about me. Okay. Wait to bring it all home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or you're gonna be like, hey, I'm watching this new Disney Plus show. Yeah. Did you watch the, the boys' trials? No, but I did. Um, I did make sure I went to like a week ago. I went to Amazon, uh, my Amazon uh, app, the video app, um, to make sure it was still, you know, active. And I did make sure I, I queued it up, so it is on the. Okay, good. Yeah, because yeah, we talked about that one a couple of weeks ago. Because I tried to explain to him the difference between that opening situation with uh, the deep versus how that went down in the comics and how much worse it was. Yeah. So, but yeah, a lot of the time, a lot of times it's just shit. I got a fucking backlog, a whole lot of shit. As I have three volumes of Immortal Hulk sitting there, as I got a fucking years worth of Black Panther that's quite red. Like shit, I actually like really supposedly, you know, it's my shit. Like, I'm an episode. Yeah, no, I'm I don't have the stomach to cancel so. coats. I'm catching up on the I'm a season and a half behind on Flash. Um, yeah, how, how, <laughs> how behind on Flash? On over the weekend. Is it like uh, where, where are you at, Flash? Like, like which episode? Yeah, the best decision that I've made um, as like a, a content creator was giving up mm-hmm. on weekly episodes of the Flash. Oh God. Yeah. Um, 
Because, yeah. <laughs> at, at Travis Street. The, the, the saddest, um, saddest part of my podcast career. Yeah. Definitely Travis's expense, but it was just um, whew, even though I'm very much on a schedule now, like, mm-hmm. but but it's like you said, um, when you sat down and listened to, you know, the four horse persons that are MCR network, mm-hmm. like sometimes you have to hear it from the outside, but yeah, like mm-hmm. just the way that you talk about these things, unless that's the only thing that you do. It just has to be done in in a more condensed way, especially than the way we were doing it. So yeah, it's fine. I gave up on both of the uh, Netflix shows. Like when I say, "Oh yeah, uh, Jessica Jones is canceled," I'm not watching the rest of this. Yeah, haven't finished that. I gotta love. uh, Was there was the other one? I insist. Nah, I'm good. Punisher? Nope. It's like, what's the point? Like, I, I don't. I've, I spent, you know, I spent my twenties watching shows that got canceled halfway through, and it's like, oh man, that was great. Yo, Serenity. Oh my God, that should have been good. good. No, nah. uh, let me just <laughs> have absorb what I can and I keep it moving. No, and, and we'll, I haven't finished Luke Cage. I haven't finished Jessica Jones. Um, I'm not going to finish Iron Fist. But regardless, that could be the last thing I ever yeah. do. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, I, I am. I did start uh, Righteous Gemstones, which is really fun so far. That um, is outstanding. Like if you yeah, take him really and his, so if you connect his characters and the shows he created for HBO, it's like the holy <laughs> trinity of white trash. Yeah, you have your evangelical uh, bastards. Oh, you have is that your the thing with the... washed-up athlete, and you have your uh, mm-hmm. holier-than-thou disillusioned educator. Yeah, I'd say yep. yeah, you're, you're about right, Rich. <laughs> and you're just throwing red right. from uh from uh what what movie was that? The Seth Rogen and James Franco movie. Oh just yeah, red from uh, uh Pineapple, Pineapple Network. Yeah. <laughs> and Apocalypse will recruit them to get their cousin pregnant. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like I looked at the gemstone and Melissa doesn't understand why I'm laughing so hard, and I'm like, I know people like this in my own church. Yeah, that that lady. I don't know. Every character in the righteous gemstone. That was the one with the church folks, where you were like, "Why am I laughing at them?" Like beating people up in the parking lot and getting thrown down hills. And no, running people over in the parking lot, trying to kill them. It was amazing. Yes. (laughs) I will not be extorted. Oh my goodness. And Gideon, my God. Homeboy did like eight nip ups in that hotel room, and I could not. Every time he got up, I could not stop crying. Exactly. Also, I don't know why. Your your you guys' friend is still trying to talk to me, and I I don't understand. Um, Wait, who's friend? Who's friend? You guys' friend. uh, It doesn't matter. I'll tell you. I'll tell you later in the. But, um, okay. Um, I feel like there's let's see, one one thing I, I really Whoa. like. Uh, paleo. Yo, don't get I'd work. this if I didn't bring that up. That's um, mm. two weeks. Um, I like her aggression, and I like yeah. like Bailey has moves, <laughs> and I don't know if I knew Bailey had that many moves after last night. But yeah, like, knew. yeah, she's. You just had to be reminded. I, I, I thought she lost them after takeover. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. But 
she was really like there was a lot of offense in that match. Um, you know, Lacey Evans looked fine. Um, yeah, yeah, really like where they're headed. Like, I don't know if she's going to beat Charlotte Queen because I kind of always pick Charlotte to win Charlotte matches. Um, yeah. But I think that's going to be good. Both of those, matter of fact, I mean, it's not a coincidence that the four horsewomen are wrestling each other for titles at right. Clash of Champions. Um, but both of those are going to be really good matches, I think. I, I want to live in a world where they are there, and I know based on how they're signing people from WoW, they need to sign Tessa Blanchard and quit messing around. Because I need to see her, and I need to see Charlotte, like, just talking just wild stuff in that room. Like, the only reason your daddy made it to be a legend is because my daddy picked his face out the toilet. Like, that stuff. Oof. Wow. I need it. And I need it to be that because they can't, they won't get Tully because Tully's in AEW now doing a phenomenal job of somehow rehabbing the former Sean Spears, who I shouldn't say need rehab because him and uh, 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 Peyton Hoist are married now, so he's got games. Maximizing the potential of might be a better way of saying it. Well done. Well done. I like that correct. So why wouldn't she go there? Why, I mean, why isn't the the, the, the obvious path to AEW for Tessa Blanchard. Uh, because WWE likes throwing money. I mean, look at the fact that for years they could have gotten uh, your homegirl who they just signed. Uh, uh, what's her name? I cannot remember her name for the life of me right now. The Latina uh, Captain America. My homegirl? Um, she was on Impact. Oh. Uh, Latina Captain America? Oh, you talking? Uh, Let me look it up real quick. No, I'm thinking Zelina Vega, but she's there. She's, you know. Um, right. Where is she? Hold on a second. Okay. Wait, Banner? Where did she go? All right, I don't even believe you no more. But anyway, let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. And if you think if it pops up, just yell it out. We'll know what you're talking about. Let's uh, go to our last caller of the night. Let's go down south, talk to Darrell. Darrell, what's what up, man? Santana Garrett. Santana Garrett. Who? Thank you, Darrell. Santana Garrett. Oh. Oh, she's she's Latina. Yeah. yeah. They've had chances They had chances to sign her for years And they were like Nah nah and then Wild got some motion with her And with uh, Blanchard and they're like We're going yeah. to need you to come on over here Here's, here's a check okay. Go ahead D-Real Yeah what's good Trav I'm not gonna let them um, come at you, Trav. You done after me pestering you for weeks. You tried. You done read stuff that I actually read. I'm not gonna. I read. I'm on volume two of of Skyward, and that was a very uh, because you recommend some shit that I go. Oh, that might be. (laughs) You know. Yeah, I don't know. X Men. No, I like X Men, but it's uh, 
it's a lot to try to jump into some shit. Like Cam was great. Gave me that one off. He gave me the uh, the uh, men kill God. God saves man kills. God loves man kills. Yeah. That's all I need. Like, thank you for giving me this uh, this book, and uh, now I have a new hero, Reverend Stryker. Um, thank you for uh, opening. <laughs> thank you for opening. <laughs> thank you for opening my eyes to the truth. <laughs> but no, so so that because it doesn't because I don't I can know the basic premise of X Men and and get that entire book, but the idea of like. Try to read. Like I wouldn't read realms, realm, you know, realms of the what was it called? Because again, it's not some shit I'm into. You know, War of the Realms. I guess a lot of yeah. history here that I'm not going to understand. And yeah, so that's all. I think because I'm. I mean, that, that's funny because <laughs> War of the Realms defiant. would have been the one you got the easiest because that was basically tied into Thor: The Dark World, like. That was a very okay. easy one to get in. You got Malachi. Well, I wasn't Loki. particularly apt to, and I don't want to make that. I, I, that's just because it's the latest kind of thing uh, that's just I got fresh in my mind. It wasn't like I was like, hmm, gave it some real thought. You know, whatever. I like the tie-ins. Like there's a I think a Moon Girl tie-in that I'm not looking forward to. And then there was a Captain Marvel tie-in that I just was like, well, here I got this issue. I won't really understand fully. And and again, they know it's people like me out there, so they they try to dumb it down as much as possible. But it didn't make me go, oh, I need to really get into this War of Realms arc or, or you know event. And I like me some events. But I will give it to um, Rick and Cam about that story. It is good, and they, I like how he um, cleaned his stuff up, like telling you who all the Omega level um, mutants are and stuff like that. And defining them and stuff, and cleaning up the history, so it would and that be was the perfect place to start. And that was and that was the one thing, and the probably the one thing that I have read extens- extensive that had mutant stuff in it was was Secret Empire, and I did not like how that it was handled in there. Like, what's happening? Because Marvel didn't know what was going on with the mutant. I, I know there was a lot of. Inter, in, internal stuff happening and why stories got written the way they were, but hey, I, I might understand, but I still read bullshit ass stories. So I just think about my you know relationship with mutants and the stuff that I've read. They were always they were always marginalized, like in the, in the inhuman stuff that I was reading, whether it was whether it was uh, Kamal Khan or Nella Moon Girl, it was. You know, mutants were on their way out. It was humans that we had to think of. Uh, they were killing all the mutants at one point with the disease, with the terrigen mist that was bringing the humans around, killing mutants. <laughs> and so, to me, it was like, well, you know, mutants are, I don't know. I just don't particularly, you know, whatever. Anyway, move on. What else you got to run? Mm-hmm. And what up, um, Cam? Got a bone. I think he's ten digit bone to pick with you later if you still on. No, you don't. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> I need to hear this. You got a you got a, you got a bone to pick with somebody I know. You got a bone to pick with me. <laughs> I'm good. Oh man. Oh man, I don't, I don't know what you talking about. <laughs> Are you talking about that stuff? Oh man. 
Yeah. I ain't trying yeah. to convince people like most people on Twitter trying to convince them to join them in the raid. <laughs> yeah, they're just a. Uh, <laughs> Just me coming on sometimes and saying what I feel and moving on. Because mm-hmm. we know, unlike unlike um, people who say like street crosses, people on Twitter don't want smoke like that. It's just supposed to be really for entertainment purposes. <laughs> but, um, going to uh, wrestling, though, um, Seeing how they did this who done it thing uh, with Roman, I know y'all was speaking on it earlier. Um, they clearly done messed it up. How would y'all go about saving it? Do you just have Dane Bryan come out and say whatever? Or if you could went back to the reveal, would you felt better if somebody would have came out there and told Roman, hold up, hold up, hold up? He was about to apologize and say, hey, we got we got an extra footage or something. Like somebody handed him a tape or something that he mm-hmm. needed to look at, and then they go off air, and then they come back next Tuesday, and he explains somebody gave him some information, and I got a few bones to pick, and continue well, that way, or how would y'all fix it? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't know, because I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't necessarily know if it's necessarily broken. You know, like I said earlier, I'm willing to give it a chance, and you know, because it's not just completely obvious that, that it's just uh, off the rails and, and trash. You know, it's like okay, let's see if they can save this. I'm I'm still willing to, you know, give them all the benefits of the doubt and let and let it play out, just because. Brian's involved, but that's wearing thin, as I as I said earlier. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there. Like I, I just would have had would have had Brian say he did it, kick Roman in the head, and then have him. <laughs> but how do you? Yeah, how do you almost? How do you vehicular manslaughter? Some attempted manslaughter somebody and just move on with the match? Like it just like the. the Peripheral, the old man, the doppelganger guy, was there, was there out. Again, it wouldn't make sense how they were in, like, two and three different arenas and shit. Like, wait, you're stalking at the very least. Um, but that could have been there. That could have been some kind of out. But no, they're, they're just going to defy kind of logic. And if, if this was 20 years ago, I don't, you know, maybe. But I just... Just like when you have Stephanie slapping people, and I go, "But wait a second, we all live in a litig- we understand the litigious nature of of stuff, and you can't. <laughs> if your boss slapped you, you'd be set. You'd be you'd be Renee. What the fuck was her name on Twitter? That wild thread with her scumbag lawyer law firm uh, colleagues talking about her tips and fucking her, and, and the text message that she ended up getting sent by accident. Um. But we all know that you can't be slapping your employees on camera. Like, what kind of shit is that? Uh, it's the same thing. Like, we, it's just some things are just uh, unavoidable. Like you almost hit a guy with a car. You push the set over on him and no cops get involved. Like, what? It's just too much. But 
they, they're they're in the corner now, so they got to do something. But yeah, Brian just kicked him and said, "Yep, it was me. Fuck you." And on with the feud, you just get over that part of it and just move on with the feud. But no, mm-hmm. it's who who done it, and uh, you know, you got to drag this out. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I thought this would have been a whole lot better if they weren't doing it on two shows each week. That's what make it even more when you slip up or you uh, slip on the banana field and you mess up a little bit. Why it hurts even more because you talk about it all on Raw. You have them come out there and say something about it. And then Tuesday, you have you have these week reveals week by week. And... Um, then when you get to the big reveal, it's even weaker. When you should have just been limiting that to um, one show, period. I know the first incident happened on Raw, or both incidents happened on Raw, but still, I wish they would have just limited to one show. Uh, well, the problem is, isn't Roman, no, Roman's on SmackDown, technically. Not that that ever, that that even comes up anymore. It'll come up soon because, you know, because after, uh, you know, Fox, what did they say in that prep, that little thing that got out a couple weeks ago that after that talent meeting when they said 205 Live is is ending and they said something about the wild card, like the wild card will go up until basically the Fox thing, the Fox debut. But after that, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know if anybody here does either, but I guess not. So, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know who's on who officially. I guess that'll all be fleshed out come October. And I was listening to y'all talk about Baron Corbin and not the go away heat or uh, whatever. I don't know if he is a good heel and he get real heat. Because I always thought a heel is supposed to enhance a beta face. And I don't know anybody can tell me one person who has elevated themselves by associating or having a feud with Barry Corbin. Even if you think he's getting good heat, you still can't put him with nobody because it don't transfer to anybody else and it doesn't elevate nobody. That's what makes him a horrible heel and just any, a horrible person to put at the top of the mid card or or anywhere in the main event scene because he lower a person. Like, we can say it's all good and how interesting him being King Corbin would be, but once you start getting him in a feud with someone, it's never going to pay off. Yeah, I disagree. I mean, I don't know who if you could look at anybody and, I mean, I don't know. That's that's tough when you say when you say look at any given feud that goes you know any significant amount of time and say who who elevated who or when you st- I don't I don't know. I just wouldn't. I just don't. I'm not. I'm not willing to go there with Corbin that he's bringing people down. It was It was. It was very obvious when Becky was being brought down by Lacey Evans because Lacey Evans just isn't a. She's not a quality worker yet, or at least they don't treat her. She's not like they were able to hide that shit in NXT. I don't remember her being so bad of a wrestler in NXT. Um, um, but yeah, 
but sixteen just, with Seth Rollins for all those months. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. You're right. Unless in that instance, for sure. But uh, him being with um, him being with Drew, how that um, brought down Drew to where people were just happy that he separated, even though he went with Shane. <laughs> Wasn't it three of them? Wasn't Lashley in that squad too? Yep. Yeah, Lashley, Lashley fell off the face of the earth. Lashley got hurt and had surgery. Yeah. Oh, okay. But now they got to play the storyline that the that the crack that the fall through the damn set is what hurt him when he was on TV the next fucking week, which was stupid. Yep, yeah, I think that what hurt him. And he kept working until he couldn't work no more. And he had to get it fixed. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is that. And I was here with y'all with Craig and big up to Craig, man. I'm gonna send him a shout out later. But, um, yeah, um, he was talking about um not wanting to buy um that pay per view AEW pay per view, and y'all started yeah. talking about um how. All these other services are giving you more for less bucks and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, because I think it would be a shame if you're watching college football and you're going to spend $40 just to watch something on, on your phone or on your computer and had a big TV on football. Because, you know, well, that's an the football you can do it the opposite if you have like a ESPN app or whatever the fuck channel you're watching football on. Right. Yeah. Unless you're gonna, yeah, unless you're gonna switch it the other way. Yeah. Because spend if I spend forty dollars, that's gonna have to be on the main TV or something like that. That's just like if you buy a box in the bin or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, I get it. Sure. But not everybody. I mean, most people I think feel that way. I certainly, if I spend for, I would have it. If I had to watch football, I'd find a way to watch that on my tablet or my laptop, and I would have the forty dollar, fifty dollar, sixty dollar event on the big screen. Yes. But also, we live in a world where you have that option. So, if you want to watch football and spend 50 bucks to watch something on a five-inch screen, then you do it. It's already saved. It's on demand. So, this is an older episode. And, um, to talk about AEW, which will be our biggest match to look for? Because mine will be what Rich was talking about. Sean Spears versus Cody. Because... They did all this too. I just want to see how he comes out at the end of that match. He come out looking like the star that they've been building him up to, or does his work ring work in the ring? Sean Spears. Oh, him. What did I I miss something? Yeah. Yeah, I want to see how big how big of a star he come out of that match. Like they've been building him up, they've been rebuilding him, and that's the story they're telling. About you know to me that how good of a job they're doing making him seem as a top player and how WWE failed to make him look like a higher player. So I want to see how that goes and can his in ring work live up to what the bill that they're giving him? Yeah, and to me this is the first guy that they're building up like that. They seem like a, um, a main event, maybe a potential main event. So who's that? I'm sorry, I, I was trying to get Trey upstairs to his bath. Sean Spears. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I was just saying which match y'all looking for a four two on AEW. I was saying mine is Sean Spears versus Cody because I want to see do he live up to the build that they building him up to, or do his in ring work let everything down? Isn't Jericho Hangman on that show for the AEW title? Yes. Yeah, I mean, since there's no Moxley Omega, I got to go with Jericho Hangman. So. Uh, I like the Spears. I mean, I think I think he's done a really good job working with uh, Tully, and I don't want to put it all on Tully, but I think Tully's been a really good effect. And I think he's done a good job of changing, changing his look up, dumping the 10 gimmick. He's not just that anymore. And uh, I'm looking forward to that, but I, I think I'm with Travis with the title or with the uh, – yeah, even though Moxley's not there. I think, yeah, I, I think Omega, Omega and uh, Pac is going to be good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a good match, but I'm all about the stories. Now I want to see what the stories in. And I would, yeah. I would have did the title, but I hate how they've been building Adam Page, and I feel yeah. like they don't have to overwork to do to make up for the bill that they've been giving them to a point. They got to yeah. do something big in the match to make it feel important. Yeah, that, that's fair. I mean, you start out with having him in that dumbass battle royal to get the shot, and then in the months since, um, he hasn't exactly been setting the world on fire. But because it's the inaugural match or title match, default to that. And my last question to all of y'all would be this right here. I understand that people. And, and when it comes to this war between NXT and AEW, and I know NXT get a couple of weeks ahead, but what is it important for to have the ratings now or consistently grow your ratings through the next six months to a year where you're consistently having good shows and building? Because if we look at the main roster of WWE, they consistently have bad shows. It's the reason why they're horrible now. Not one show that made them just fall off. It's consistently being bad. And the way yeah. they won the war before was doing like the turtles versus the half. You know what I'm saying? You consistently putting good shows together until you beat the half who got tired at the end because he was trying to sprint a marathon instead of, you know, chugging along. So, well, what would be better? Uh, Who are you asking? Are you asking us? Or are you asking us from the perspective of Vince McMahon? Because I think those are two different answers. I'm asking answers. you guys. I'm asking you guys as in just, you know, as in perspective, y'all perspective. Not Vince, because we already know Vince is old and see now. And it's time for him to Well, go see, ahead. that's the thing. I mean, he's the one that's making the decision. So, like, I, if I'm being pragmatic, I would say rooting for NXT to maintain a long standing, like, even if it's just a couple hundred thousand people. The longer NXT wins that, the longer Triple H gets to leave it untouched. But the second they lose, the second in Vince's mind, he's going to think, you need my stuff. It's kind of like that old head coach who wants to go back to, like, running the ball versus, you know, like Georgia Tech. You got Paul Johnson versus uh, the Cardinals coach who was uh, – or, or O'Reilly, uh, what's the face at Oklahoma? Uh where, where you're like, you know, two different worlds and two different universes. For me personally, I think, like you said, the long term, 
six months to a year is going to be helpful, but uh, that's also for advertisers. That's also, you know, WWE could get a contract. AEW, even though they got those connections with the con, if this goes sideways, they're going to have a problem. Hmm. Should it be that way, though? Should it, you know, shouldn't it? Or is it because NXT is on on Wednesday and they got paid, do it make them rush what they do instead of trying to, especially if we're looking from the eyes of AEW, should they be thinking about the the start of it or thinking about playing the long game? I mean, the long game, I think it's, of course. Right? I mean, it's, best to, it's better to start out and grow. <laughs> you know, opposed to starting out high and baby. Yeah, it's just nobody you know. So even if they started, you know, just under or just over a million viewers, if six months from now they're consistently at a million and a half viewers, then that's, that's you know, good part. That's good. Same with NXT. It's just best to start out and then grow. I think it's more for NXT just to keep Vince, keep Vince away. Like if you can show just consistent growth, I think you're going to get a, 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 a afforded some time, and then and then that and then that time you can uh, you know show that you have clear and sustained growth, then he might. Get, be more inclined to go, okay, okay, just keep doing what you're doing. All right, I won't mess with it. But if you start off, you're at a million, eight view, you know, a million, you know, 1.8 million viewers, you know, you're doing a two rating, <laughs> you know, and then you can't sustain that or maintain that for, for a long haul, for six months, a year later, and then Vince might come in and go, see, I need to, I need to get, you know, I'm fresh off of NXT, or I'm sorry, fresh off of XFL, let me uh, get my let me dip my toe back in with, with NXT. What's happening here? <laughs> you can imagine. So. Okay, that's what's up. That's that's all. I'm just hoping. You know, I know everybody been want to claim a winner, whoever wins week one. But I don't think the winner gonna be claimed in week one. It's gonna take it's take not. a few that's months just, before a winner could be. Teacher. Don't know shit. So, all right. All right. That, that, you you yeah. go down the um, wrestling Twitter hole, they um, yeah, don't do that. They, they, they're crazy <laughs> yeah, planes. Leave those, uh, Some people have. Leave those burrows alone. Don't even, don't even shine your flashlight down there. I try not to. And unlike um, Cam, no claim it, but shoot, I'd be on um, Twitter porn all day. Most of the people I follow is um, on Twitter is the people who post on uh, Twitter porn. So I, I'm a proud member of that department. For anybody who want to go down that rabbit hole, hit me up. I can tell you some great places to go. Because <laughs> I like that type of stuff. Yeah, clearly. But, <laughs> all right, y'all, man. Y'all have a good night, man. And don't let my divertedness, um corrupt you. Yeah, no, how, how dare you. Uh, all right, cool. What did you say, Rich? Oh, I was just saying later to Rel, and then also I will make it a point while I'm there 
when I'm in the media scrum to ask the question that Cam and D. Palm and several other wrestlers, uh, wrestling uh, commentators of color had asked, which is directly to uh, Tony Khan, if you're going to be progressive, what are you going to do to make sure your next posters don't feature primarily white wrestlers? <laughs> next question. Hey, Who's I this mean, guy? Karen. But it's going to be recorded. <laughs> uh, I'll just say my name is Travis Bryant, Pro Wrestling Torch. Oh, shit. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, and then wait to be like, did uh, I send Travis or did I send <laughs> All right. That 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 wraps it up for this episode. Appreciate you, Rich, hanging in there with it. Um no VIP, so nothing to click over once once you get to this part. It's over for the week. This is it. So hopefully we left you wanting more. Uh, next week we'll be by for, for VIP. We'll talk that long the wrestling comic book that came out last summer that I just came across. And uh, by Scout Comics. We'll have to check that out in the meantime. I read the first two or three pages uh, in the comic shop. It seemed really cool. So I grabbed it. So if you want to, in the meantime, get it and talk about it with us next week, do that. It's called Long Live Pro Wrestling by Scout Comics. So, uh, appreciate everybody's time and energy. Thanks for your calls and your emails and your tweets and, and, and whatever form of communique you used. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you all next time.